Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Schwarzenegger said back in Pumping Iron, they cut it out of the movie, but it's in Rolling Stone. I love Hitler. I love authoritarianism. Screw everyone. Screw you, baby Hitler, and your dad, Gustav, the SS officer. I can't wait till Arnold Schwarzenegger is dead in the ground and until that Nazi piece of crap is out of America. I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to hurt him. I just can't wait till his fascist ass is six feet under. Burn in hell, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get out of America, you trash. My grandfather's kicked your dad's ass, you piece of shit. Fuck you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Burn in fucking hell, you Nazi. Excuse me. Abs and a six-pack. Abs and a six-pack. Hello, abs and a six-pack. Where the what the what freaking dimension is this little creature from? It's a Habs and a Six Pack for Sunday, September 5th, and we got Joe from OBDM. The crowd goes, ah, ah. What's going on, Joe? God does that. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. Yes, I know. It's a rare occasion, one where I won't have to listen back to know what I said. I might actually remember this one. <laughs> right. Uh, well, you. I had already been pulling ivermectin-related stuff, and you actually brought it up. Uh, also, so that I think there was a good synchronicity there that we both kind of had that on the brain because I, I would say it's safe to say that the Rogan thing was kind of what brought this to the forefold again recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the um, the the people who are I mean, they're like blank hard drives, right? I mean, that's what I think most people are. It's like blank hard drives. It doesn't matter how many things you've told them already. You tell them a new thing today. Well, that's what we're running with. <laughs> These are the only files on the system right now. And so you just saw a hard wipe every day, every day until yeah. it's a hard wipe every day because it <laughs> used to be my body, my choice. And now it's not anymore. But then the ivermectin thing, it's like it's horse paste and all this stuff. Like it's it, to me, it's. I love watching these folks humiliate themselves as they say that it's a drug for animals only. It's like, dude, it's like one Google search away to show that that is absolutely not true. <laughs> And besides, yeah. like animal hydration implements are also um, you could use those for people, too. So <laughs> I wasn't giving my dog water because I thought it was for just people. So the dog was drinking Brondo. Yeah. Then I found out that I should switch that because there's that good fellas like Joe Pesci meme where he's like, look at this fucking prick over here drinking fucking horse water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you heard this phrase dog water? <laughs> I, I don't know maybe is there a different that, people people on video games and i think the the youths are calling things dog water like if it's bad it's like dog water and i'm like you know i don't think this has the sting you think it does or maybe i'm just too old to get it well yeah I've, i'm starting to feel old honestly like i'm tw i'm 27 and like first of all a bunch of people i know are all on tiktok and they're only like two or three years younger than me I'm like what the hell's going on around here Dude, I, TikTok is a fuck. All right, so I, I, I tried to push it off for as no, long as I no. could. <laughs> but I, and I still don't really open it up that often. It's only when people I know post something, I'll go and I'll look, generally speaking. But I do appreciate people posting that because culturally, I find it absolutely incredible. And I think a lot of it's fake. I don't know if you've gotten that impression. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some... Because the only TikToks I really see are reposts that get put on twitter right or instagram or something like that but yeah, yeah. I, i've seen people who are like 
they want to like catch some, they want to do some prank or something. And, and it's like, we knew, we know that this is fake. Like I, I like, we're not all straight off the turnip truck. Sorry. <laughs> so, and, and they think it's clever and they think it's funny and I'm sure it passes. And the clip that I brought to share will show just how gullible most people are. But to be perfectly honest, it's like, it is, it is, I think a treasure trove of debauchery and inanity and stupidity and exactly what the internet and humanity deserves right now. <laughs> is this the anti-vaxxer Robbie, the fire? Well, I don't know if we want to get into that. I want to. I'll, I'll, I'll tuck that into wherever you feel. Okay, we can. But if well, you think I, it's appropriate here, you could do that too. It might lead you right into what you want to talk about. I don't think I've seen it, but we can't. Um, yeah, we. I can play that in a second. But um, okay, Urban Dictionary: dog water. Uh, top definition: dog water is a gaming way of saying tr you're trash. I guess my brother keeps saying it to my face. He thinks we're in a video game. He plays too much Fortnite, and a lot of these dog water things I'm seeing. Yeah, a term, a term used by Fortnite kids to descri describe someone that's trash at the game. So I think this originated on Fortnite because that's all I'm seeing is dog water in relation to Fortnite. Well, that, that shit is bleeding into my Call of Duty. <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> I've never go, heard that. Go do your flossing and play your free Fortnite bullshit. That game sucks. Bring it over here to Call of Duty where you... You're gay! You're gay! <laughs> you live with your mom! LOL gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you haven't even hit puberty. So I, I don't know. I'm going to assume you live with your mom, but maybe not. <laughs> I had some 20 some year old telling me that yesterday, dude. Okay. You live with your mom. And it's like, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm, you know, I just turned 43. I haven't lived with my parents since I was 17 years old. And I don't even know what that would mean if it were true, but you know, I'm still kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't played video games in a while, but like, I've heard Xbox is crack like they have like a uh, voice recognition things now where if you're like dropping the in bomb they'll ban your ban you from Xbox Live or whatever. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah, I mean that'll be interesting because I did hear that that they are going to have like uh voice detection and you see this already with Instagram where <laughs> I'll probably be banned by the end of the night. But somebody was coming on my page. I have, I run like a, a an Instagram page at Fox and Friends. It's I I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the show before, but it's Fox and Friends, like Guy Fox and Friends. Like, yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's the it's the play on words. But people on there are all the time call me a Nazi and alt right and all this other stuff. Nobody says a word. And so anytime I dish it back out or towards them, they're like, "This your comment looks like." Uh, other comments that were flagged as abusive. Do you want to post the comment? And then inevitably, my comments always get pulled down. But it doesn't matter. They can just say that I'm ignorant, stupid, anti-vax, Trump tart, all this other stuff. Like even <laughs> though a lot of it is completely untrue, uh, you know, most of it, they just say. And I think this shit's kind of mean. Like an alt-right Nazi. Like if that. I mean, I know that people say. I don't know. Do they do they mean this hyperbolically or do they think there's really Nazis? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I even know people that think there's Nazis like hiding under their bed and stuff, but they're few and far between. I think most people are being hyperbolic or just I don't know what it is. It's a mind virus. And I think they're just like, well, I'm on the right side and everyone that disagrees must be a Nazi. And some people really believe that. And some people are being hyperbolic. Um, I do have you guys on OBDM. You had that bit of Tupac news. Um, oh, my God. So before I lead into your uh, clip, I did have this. This You probably have seen this. This was on MSNBC, the Biggie Smalls bit. Oh, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. 
it's lethal. It's a bit like the beef Notorious B.I.G. used to rap about when he said, beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you guaranteed to be in ICU. Well, when COVID sees you, you can end up in ICU. Maybe not at the same rate as Biggie's beef, but that's the point about risk. You don't want to test these streets and risk ending up in the ICU. I couldn't find the actual version after a while. I could only find some dude filming it on with his phone on his TV going like, whoa. <laughs> well, the sound is it's still pretty good. But I mean, the, I love these people. They, like I said, they're just running themselves through the humiliation car wash over and over again. I picture. So this is just coming to my head right now. But they're humiliating themselves. I mean, literally, like this is this I didn't come up with. I, I've been watching the COVID thing, obviously, the same as anyone else. But I've been watching all this stuff, same as anything else. As soon as Mike's the one who dragged me down the rabbit hole years and years ago, over a decade plus. So, you know, when I started looking into this stuff, it was it was super crazy. But when I came out the other side, knowing what I know, and I believe, I think the stuff that is is is, is true as I've been able to determine. Like, I don't buy into all the craziness shit. You know, it's like, I don't know the werewolves and UFOs and interdimensional and simulation and all this stuff. Like, I go with what I think I believe to be true. But I can see the thread of all of this shit when we go from, you know, the Ebolas to the ISIS cutting off heads, the disappearing plane, you know, just everything that gets stacked one on top of the other, the weapons of mass destruction. If you remember, this is before your time to some extent, but when Bush was president and declaring war on terror and the left was actively this was the last time there was an anti-war left in this country was bush no blood for oil all this craziness everybody was anti-war yeah but it was, at that time i was maybe seven to 12 years i was seven when 9 11 happened so i remember the tail end of all that for sure do you remember the people who would say there's, you know, uh, you just, you know, you, you just hate Arabs and blah, blah, blah. You just, you, you, whatever, they'd call you a Republican or all this other stuff. Like, but, yeah. you know, because then it was way even less nuanced. Like there was no Green Party libertarian, but it was very, I mean, those were around, but like, I don't know if it's worse or better at this point, but I think more people are aware that there are alternatives and they're looking for them. But at that point, it was like, there's a terrorist under every bed. That's what the yeah. left was constantly saying. But now it's And like they had the same color coding like they do for terrorism or COVID yep. now. They had terrorism color coding. It's like, we're at orange today. I know, I know. We're at, well, they should have just named them. We're at uh, Kiwi Lime. <laughs> <laughs> we're at Indigo, pink and purple polka dot. Hair threat. Name them after Mountain Dew colors. (laughs) (laughs) It's gamer. We're at Electric Blue, you guys. You gamer fuel house today. (laughs) It's the Baja Blast Terror Threat. (laughs) Exclusively at Taco Bell. You guys better look out. Baja Blast warning in effect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, holy shit! Okay, you ready for this clip? Uh, You gonna do the uh, pork fest with Robbie? Yeah, that's the Robbie got COVID and died. Well, let's let's Is, let's put a little foundation under here. Okay. Because I you know, uh, and and obviously this is your show so you could slap me around however you see fit. No, I just don't know I don't know how to set this up cuz I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, and I and I want this to sort of feed into what we hear about Rogan, but this was one that I think was interesting because 
this is a comedian on a podcast that I tend to listen to quite a bit. Um, but they're, they're comedians, but they do a lot of political commentary, cultural, you know, current events commentary. And so th- this is one of the comedians. <laughs> and he did a set at Porkfest, which, you know, go ahead and judge me. I'm a fan of the if, if I'm going to pick a side at all, it's going to be the libertarian side. But that doesn't mean that there are two sides. There's tons of sides. But I'm not a libertarian necessarily. I'd be more like an anarchist. But he's he's closer to what I would believe. And I think that this is funny because... Because he did not post this, and it's only a minute long. And the point that I want to get at, I will uh, implore you to make for me at the end of the clip. Okay. I'm not getting back. So who else isn't doing it? Who else? Oh yeah. Here we go. I don't know if you guys. People get real mad at me for it. They're like, "You're an idiot," or like, "They just get real pissed." It's like, dude, if you really believe in this thing, you should be thanking me for volunteering to be in the control room. Robbie the Fire Bernstein is a little under the weather, a little bit of the COVID. So, um, I'm assuming he's not actually dead. Yeah, but could you read the title and then, you know, pick out a few comments that stand out for you? Oh, in the comment section. Yeah, read the title of the video and then let's, uh, let's, let's, you know, okay. select a few Anti-vaxxer Robbie the Fire caught COVID and died. And that was uh, Dave Smith, who I really like in there, saying that he was yeah. under the weather. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thanks for being in the control group, R.I.P. At least he doesn't have to worry about COVID anymore. <laughs> Another person to leave his family behind for no reason. My heart goes out to his family. You let God decide, and he did. I will take science because God give, gave people brains to use. Oh, well, I guess he knew better. Not really. He rolled the dice and lost. So I'm, a, I'm a sure some of these people are just trolling along with the joke, but it seems like some of them actually think he's dead. I think there's a good portion of them. This is uh, this video gets like I think I don't remember what's the view count on this one. It's pretty high. Uh, thirty nine thousand, almost four, almost oh thirty three thousand. Hey, yeah. thirty three. <laughs> so yeah. it's almost forty thousand views. It's got this is way over any of the videos that Robbie post posted, but this is sort of. So a, you think uh, there's like um, you think there are people that are that unhappy and mad that people aren't getting vaccinated, that they spend their days looking for people, doing YouTube searches for people that died from COVID that were unvaccinated, and that's how they came across this, some of them? I, my personal belief is maybe there is that. Like, I'm not going to rule that out. But my just based on the Rogan stuff, which I hope we can get into, and you can see this. Actually, if I could maybe play a different, maybe see, I, I'll have to dig this other clip up. But I do think that this, this may just, you know, cross their feeds some way or another and obviously the algorithms when you start to get more traction with the view count and all this stuff and plus who knows maybe you know the internet uh you know whatever systems are saying hey let's put this video front and center because this clearly shows what we want people to know is that if you don't get vaccinated you're gonna die 
I don't know what the system is doing, but it's getting in front of people. And I think for those who are these wiped hard drives, ready to believe anything, horse pace, all this other stuff, like they love when the people, this is getting them getting their comeuppance, despite the fact that these are the people who's like, we just want you to be safe. We just want you to be healthy. We care about you and the poor and your health and everything else. Unless so you then, don't get vaccinated, then it's, I hope you fucking you die. Exactly. Exactly. And this is not a, a like a, an original point. Like a lot of people are saying this, but it's like it just keeps going. And like I said, it's like this car wash, but it's not like a car wash that you sit through and it's like five minutes. You're out the other side. This has just been going on since for as long as I can pay, like, say I've been paying attention. It's like this car wash is never going to end. <laughs> yeah. And that car is not going to be clear. I think there's shit coming out of those, those hoses. <laughs> well, that leads me. uh that leads me into my next clip here. Uh, we all heard, heard it was the Rogan uh, announcement. Hello, friends. I got fevers, and turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, fentanyl, radium, pesticides, and chemicals, white rice, cooking oil made from sewage, shit water, disgusting recycled oil and sewage. I feel good. I actually feel pretty fucking good. A wonderful, heartfelt thank you to modern medicine. Thank you. Bye. So that was uh, the video component you're missing. That was going around Twitter. Is Joe Rogan's face is like melting off of his skull while he's talking. <laughs> Shit water. I like that extra stuff. So that that's similar to the Robbie the Fire thing. It sounds like somebody post-produced that. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Rogan was doing like a selfie, whatever. I do. Yeah. But he might have been TikToking. God knows. He No, he wasn't TikToking because I think you have to be at the grocery store, you know, dancing. So, yeah. Well, or in a hospital, dressed in a nurse gown. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The nurse has got to do uh, dances. So I, I've been pulling ivermectin clips for a little bit. Um as as typically has been happening in the last couple of weeks, no agenda beat me to the punch on a bunch of clips, so I scrapped those. But I um I had the CNN one that was great with Anderson Cooper and some stuff like that. But there's a I mean they've been going after Rogan hard, so I'll just go through a couple here real quick. Here's Inside Edition. America's That's most popular podcaster Joe Rogan is taking heat today for how he's dealing with his COVID nineteen diagnosis. It turns out I got COVID. The comedian and UFC commentator just revealed on Instagram that he caught COVID Sunday after a performance in hard hit Florida. I got fevers and sweats, and I knew what was going on. To combat the virus, he's taking a cocktail of medications, including the controversial horse deworming drug ivermectin. That's the same drug the FDA warned people about taking, declaring, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. We immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, z uh prednisone. Three days later, he uh, claims he's cured. And now medical experts fear China. Rogan's millions of fans a, a will follow his lead. Number. 
you could also die from overdoses of ivermectin. And I hope that people realize this and heed the advice of public health experts mm. rather than Joe Rogan. If there were a medicine that would really help with COVID, every doctor around the world would be using it. Uh-huh. That was inside edition there. So first of all, there's tons of doctors that are prescribing ivermectin, especially in countries like India and Mexico. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but, you know, let's ignore that. Here's NBC uh, Morning News. He's been one of the loudest COVID vaccine skeptics. It's a completely new kind of vaccine. The idea that people shouldn't be skeptical or nervous about that is kind of hilarious. Now this morning, Joe Rogan, the mega popular podcaster and UFC commentator, says he tested positive for COVID. I got fevers and sweats. You notice that's always the clip. They either only use that one or lead in with it, at least, where it's like, I got fevers and sweats. <laughs> like every news organization pulled that up. Of course. Well, but the the other thing is, is like every time you get sick, you get fevers and sweats, like colds, flus, any bug. This seems to be a respiratory virus. It seems pretty. If you don't get a fever and the sweats, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of I don't and well, and you also saw like CNN and a couple other organizations like put a filter on the video to make his skin kind of more gray and blurred, make him look more sick. That part I did not notice, but that the, doesn't surprise me. It's like when they, OJ was darkened or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. They did like side by sides showing his original on Instagram, and then I went and looked at it, and sure enough, yeah, CNN had a filtered version to make him look like his skin was kind of gray and blotchy. It was really oh, weird. That's, <laughs> I was like, that's so rad. Good for them. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty good. It's good stuff. here. Fevers and sweats and I knew what was going on. Telling fans on Instagram he got back from taking his show on the road Saturday night. Reportedly, he was in Florida where COVID cases are setting records. It's unclear whether the 54-year-old has been vaccinated. Rogan also sharing with his over 13 million followers that he's taking the drug ivermectin meant to treat parasites and worms in horses and other animals. That's we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin. Shit water. Despite being unproven as a COVID treatment and dangerous for humans in high doses, ivermectin has received a recent boost from online misinformation, prompting warnings from the FDA and other health officials. The FDA tweeting last month, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Serious, y'all. Stop it. Okay, that's another thing. Why does the FDA tweet, serious, y'all? Stop it. You saw that, right? Yeah, no, I did not see that. Serious, um, y'all. Why apostrophe A-L-L? Here's the the problem with all of this stuff is that um, the blank hard drive thing, you know, it's like, Everybody's saying horse dewormer, horse dewormer, horse dewormer. I mean, I have heard through other people that it's like, oh yeah, well, even you know the 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 Weinstein dude or whatever. He's he's with his wife talking real slow, like NPR hosts. Yeah, yeah, Brett, and uh, he takes ivermectin and he talks pretty openly and uh, against the rules about how ivermectin is not just you know. I mean, like you said, it's 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 a human approved drugs. Lots of drugs for dogs and cats and other stuff. And this is why they test on animals, dummies. <laughs> yeah. You know, Malice, like Michael Malice had a great uh, tweet. He was like, here's a free troll. Ask your horse dewormer friend if the antidepressants they take are also used for animals. 
I, I'm not sure where that comes from. How do how do you, like how Xanax do you, and shit and and Prozac are all prescribed for animals? Oh, are they? Yeah, and the people, and this is a generalization. I'm no, it doesn't apply to everybody, but people that are on antidepressants tend to be the same type of people that trust anything the news tells them. Okay, okay. Well, so I, I'm, and it's like the same thing as like Benadryl. Like you, you give dogs Benadryl to relax on a car ride. You're giving a dog <laughs> allergy medicine for people. Yeah. Don't you know dogs drink water? What are you doing? God, it, these people are so stupid. And the, the, like all the lefties, you could see them with the horse dewormer shit. But it took me, I don't know, what, 30 seconds to confirm what other people were already saying. Like, Because I, you know, I could listen to Weinstein say, oh, no, 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 this is actually for people too. And I'm going to take it live on my podcast, which he did. Um, and I have heard uh, anecdotally that, you know, you can just pick these things up over the counter in many countries on the planet, and especially in like Africa and stuff like that, because it is very effective. It's like a wonder drug, won a Nobel Prize, for example, and yep. had shown with multiple peer-reviewed studies that it has promising effects for human beings as well. And the reason why it won a Nobel Prize is because it's super cheap, very accessible, and very easy to produce and bring out and provide to people. Wait, Especially Joe, Joe, are you telling me it didn't win the Nobel Prize for use in horses? Actually, I don't think it was for horses whatsoever in the Nobel Prize. Oh, regards. no kidding. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at IVMmeta.com, IVMmeta.com, the uh, website that Dvorak's always pointing to. 63 real-time meta-analysis studies, or it's meta-analysis of 63 studies, and then they got like 70 more studies below that. Uh, super in-depth, and it's for treating SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19. So people- that that's in one of the studies. Yeah, it, well it, it's an antiviral uh reco- they got India's recovery, Mexico. Okay. Uh yeah, ivmmeta.com. And uh meanwhile, people want you to take a well now it's approved Pfizer like their injection. Uh if you Google and speaking of quick Google searches, who paid the largest criminal fine in history? You know what comes up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was doing this one today, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pfizer. Yeah. Well, if you do DuckDuckGo, it's a very clear Pfizer. But I think people have been doing this at Google so much that my results earlier came to some, I don't remember. I think it was like a, you know, a corporate agriculture company or Tepco. Oh, really? Or what? Like I did it with Pfizer yeah, yeah. and uh, all the first results on Google were Pfizer. One point one nine five billion. No, I just said who paid the largest criminal fine in history, and Pfizer was the top results on Google. But that was not today, so maybe it got viral enough that Google clamped down on it. I don't know. Oh yeah, you know that's like these cliche at this point where it's like you do the autofill. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, I want to know who these people over at Google are. You know, this is the thing that's really kind of fascinating is that I don't know. Are they hiring people who are hip to like Pepe and 4chan and all that stuff because they can recognize it? Or is anything that just comes across as though, wow, this is not approved by the establishment, which is what, you know, these crazy moon bat car wash rides, you know, people who believe horse slush or whatever is being distributed. Yeah, they, they, they believe all this stuff, but they're, it's like it's not approved by my belief system. So it's all automatically Hitler, alt-right, all that other stuff? Or do they know? Like, you'd have to have some understanding, like, this is code, right? In the, you know, because it's like the okay sign, like, when that became racist. Like, were they hanging? 
<laughs> no, but I don't think anybody explicitly said that other than when 4chan said, hey, guys, let's pretend. And it was supposed to be a joke. But they, uh, you know, this is the thing is like, even with that Robbie the Fire thing, like these people don't get jokes. They're not funny. They're miserable. They're angry. They want you to die if you don't take yeah. the vaccine. These are very sad, ugly people inside. Like, this is why it's like they hate you. It's like, here, let me, let me, get, well, actually, I, there's a clip that I put in there. Do you have access to that thing still? Uh, is it the, um, the Koof, Koof Taps? Koof Taps out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just Lefties. real quick, because yeah. I don't want to get into the guy talking, but it, it, if you click on that, it should be set on the... Please die! Yeah, yeah, here it is. Yeah, Just die! Like, you're literally killing yourself and the people around you. I am out of fucking empathy at this point! Because I care so much about you. You don't give a fuck about anybody but yeah. yourself. You absolutely that's enough. Okay. <laughs> but so, but that's just one of these people who is willing. And, I, and I've I seen have, several of these. I have, you know... N- not quite. I have uh, stuff that pretty close to that coming up. I'll finish up this NBC this morning clip. Rogan okay. has influence, setting off a firestorm earlier this year, suggesting healthy younger people didn't need the vaccine. If you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like I don't think you need to worry about this. Savannah asked Dr. Anthony Fauci for his take on Rogan's comments. Well, that's incorrect, Savannah. Young, healthy people should get vaccinated. Absolutely. Vaccine proponent Prince Harry, who also has an exclusive deal with Spotify, took Rogan to task. Stay out of it. And if you have a platform, exactly. with, a, with a platform comes responsibility. Rogan quickly responded to say, the backlash. I'm not I'm not an anti-vax person. I'm not a doctor. I'm a f-ing moron. And I'm a cage-fighting commentator. I'm not a respected source of information, even for me. No argument there. Doctors warn people can overdose on the drug and experience a slew of ills, such as nausea, even death. Rogan thanked modern medicine for pulling him out of it so quickly and easily. And he says he's been getting better every day since Sunday. When NBC News reached out, he declined any further comment. All right, Anne, a lot there. Thank you. I'll leave it there. Yeah, thank you, Yeah, I don't know why they're going to Fauci about this when they they should. I mean, if they're looking for experts, why don't they go to the uh, college dropout uh, shitty software supposed guy who uh, loves vaccines and tell them, hey, Rogan, you need these vaccines because I'm a fucking doctor, dude. Oh, my God, that you just made me you just gave me the. Uh, the connection, the um, when Rogan was talking about all the th- they threw the kitchen sink at it, cooking oil made of sewage. Shit water. All the stuff he used is like the <laughs> made me think of the poop water. It was all all poop water. Bill Gates poop oh, water. Oh yeah, poop. and he was drinking the poop water. Yeah. It was all all poop water. Shit water. You, Bill. Just keep on drinking your shit. You know? <laughs> I don't give Through the kitchen sink. Okay. Whatever happened to him, by the way, I don't mean to get too derailed, but remember he comes back on Anderson uh to talk about, you know, how you know, he just didn't know with Epstein. It's like, dude, you, you were hanging out with him after the convictions and the, you know, the, the, the accusations. So, like, come on. Like, how many, how many people who you're, you're kind of like, yeah, I know he's been accused of a pedophilia thing and all that. But he seems like a good guy. <laughs> oh I don't know. God. Remember, he get, this was not even that long ago. It was like three weeks ago. Yeah. He comes out on, and I think they were trying to I haven't to seen him since either. Image. I think you're right. I think they just did that to kind of 
yank him off the stage with a cane like Apollo theater style? I wonder if they were testing it. Like it, it was like a, you know what I mean? Like a signal flare or something like Trial balloon. It's like, okay, are, are the people ready to welcome Bill Gates back into their hearts and their life? You know? I, they I say don't, Fauci still hasn't been unthroned for whatever reason. I mean, this guy's been driving himself through the car wash of shit and humiliating himself over and over again, but he's still somehow an expert. And then they've got this 9-11 Fauci documentary coming out where he's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Spike Lee can direct that one, too. We got... Uh, that was an interesting one. Did you talk about that already? How they pulled out all the con- conspiracy stuff? I think I heard you guys talking about it on OBDM. But yeah, they the last half hour where they talk about the jet fuel can't melt steel and the Tower 7 and the missing plane and all that. They pulled all that out. So they're, they're going to do an entire sort of docu-series on 9-11 without once mentioning... This is the thing that is like so obvious with these people. It's like, so in my mind, in the way that I've gotten to where I am with the way I see the world generally, and, and, and I started in these, I don't know how you would frame it, but there's this guy like Jan Irvin and, uh, and I had him on the show, Jan Irvin. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. So he's, he's an interesting guy. He's got a lot of crazy opinions as does everybody, but, um, to some extent, but he's, he, he was very much into the, um, you know, figuring out like what the, what is it? The, the logic, grammar, trivium. logic and rhetoric, the, the trivium. Yeah. The yeah. trivium method. So with school sucks podcast with Brett, um, I found that to be pretty educational, but then, um, the, the peace revolution podcast with Richard Grove, who is still very active, very, very interesting guy. Um, supposed nine 11 wish whistleblower with a lot of good, but they were also focused on this uh, gr- grammar, logic and rhetoric right at the time that I was looking at all these conspiracy theories that I had dismissed almost my entire life, including nine 11 and everything else, JFK, all of it. Anyway, um, the grammar and the logic and the rhetoric of it all had me, it gave me a really good foundation for all this stuff because in that way, when you understand that it's like, I'm using the words properly, I am logically able to communicate why the beliefs or the argument that I'm about to put forward makes sense in my mind based on the grammar that I've done, meaning the research, my understanding of the language generally, you know, it's like all the, all the nuts and bolts that kind of goes into that, the grammar, and then the rhetoric part, which is the speaking part, the way that you present your information and argumentation. Cause I could say you're a white supremacist and that's really bad rhetoric. Right. But if you say, well, I actually trust the idea of ivermectin because I looked at these studies, I have all this different information, but they're just going to call it horse paste. And I think that this is where that divide to me is very promising is that these people have no arguments and they can't once steal man an argument because I can Never. steal man yeah. all their arguments. I can, I, I can literally tell you what they believe like without even like they could tell me one of their opinions for the most part. And if it goes along the threads of, I am a wiped hard drive and every day they could tell me something new. Like I can pretty much, how do you feel about immigration? Well, no person should be illegal. You know, it's like, I already know what they're going to say. And they're like, what what do you think about the Texas abortion ban? Oh my God. They, they're, they hate women. It's, it's all these men who want to control their bodies and all that. It's like talking. It's Jan Irvin said that, uh, when he was on and, and he's talked about it in the past, it's like the the uh, the straw man or not the straw man argument, but like the way, you know, you're not winning an argument and you have you're committing logical fallacy is ad hominem attacks, 
straw man arguments and uh, he had like th- two or three other examples, but the ad hominem attacks and rhetoric and repeating of talking points are all huge red flags that it's easy yourself to get caught up in that sometimes. Anybody can. Yeah. But there's some people that are yeah. just, that's all they do. Well, and the other thing is that it's so shameless, you know, it's like, yeah. like, that's the thing. It's like, I think for the public at large, when I hear it, I assume like, well, you've, it's literally programming. Like you've been programmed, like you've heard it a thousand times. And so you feel a hundred percent safe in saying it. It's like this kid, uh, this jackass over in, uh, California, who's, who's doing the Antifa stuff, who just got exposed by project Veritas. He's, he's so entrenched in this. I'm, I'm just going to call it what it is. Like these people are nuts. Like they are literally insane. Like you have a chairman Mao poster up at a public school. You took down the was it 150 flag, million dead under flag. that guy or whatever. Something crazy. It was more than Hitler, more than Stalin. But, you know, he's a hero to this guy. But they're so entrenched. And they're, they're like, they 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 are so swollen with Kool-Aid. Like, these they don't people see a are crazy. They're, they're literally crazy. So I have no problem saying that they're crazy. And that's the problem is that crazy people are doing the bidding of an establishment that hates them. Like, to go back to the Carlin. The brown like, shirts, man. They're the first ones that get rounded up when the new uh, leap, Great Leap Forward happens. That's right. Yeah, but but George Carlin said this year. This is the thing: is George Carlin and Bill Hicks were saying all this stuff decades ago, you know, and 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 people seem to think that it just stopped happening or something. But he's like, they don't want you to be smart. They want people smart enough just to run the machines, and it's a system that threw them over, you know, the bridge or whatever. He says, yeah, and just smart enough to run the machines, and just dumb enough not to realize how badly they're getting fucked. Yep. By a system that threw him over, uh, you know, 30 fucking years ago. And that was at his time, you know, when it was like 80s and 90s, 2000s and stuff. But no, they they haven't cared about us in a long time. And the idea that this is all about health and like, look at this Afghanistan stuff. Like they, they, they could literally just burn $2 trillion in front of you and laugh on TV for, you know, 20 years. And that would be the same thing. Yeah. They, uh it's not, this not being about health is a good leading. Uh, I think this is from today. KEZI Channel 9 in Oregon. Uh, they were doing a, a news report and this dude just started following him around with a bullhorn. Matt Renee, ever since I arrived here about two hours ago, people have been steadily flowing in. This today's event is supposed to go until about eight o'clock. And there are at least 100 people here out here protesting. Peace health's newest vaccine requirement. And everyone I've talked to is either a medical professional or just a civilian that's here to support their peers in their community. Despite some pushback from these people, Peace Health says, quote, our community is facing a public health emergency that requires immediate action for the safety of our patients and those unable to be vaccinated, including children and the medically vulnerable. Peace Health is requiring caregivers to receive a COVID-19 vaccination or submit a qualifying exception, close quote. All I hear is fear coming from KEZI News. That's how you do it right there. That was good. I liked that. I, yeah, I, I appreciate that. But that's the thing is that, well, it's like this this uh, this this guy who called out the pullout for Afghanistan, you know, the soldier who said, why didn't anybody throw their rank on the table and say, no, 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 come on, we can't do this. Like he gets fired and, and they're, they're going to do like an insanity assessment because you'd have to be crazy. That's the thing that's so great about this whole thing and watching the establishment do what they do is because they are driving people who are willing to believe them nuts, as we've talked about, like they're nuts, they're literally nuts. And the, the media is doing this. And I think there's probably a good group in the media that actually believes it and is just as nuts. But I also think that there's a certain amount of embedding that's going on of trusted, you know, um, 
news readers that will say and toe the line, which is exactly what you have to do. And they're, you know, they're, they're like, it's just, we're crazy because we are like, we're looking at the actual data and it's like, okay, so everything you said has been completely untrue or proven untrue and gone backwards and you've changed your mind on everything. Yeah. But for those of us who've been consistent from the get go, ah, we're the crazy ones. Yeah. That's, there was a great, uh, I think it was an MIT study. They talked about it a while ago on no agenda and it essentially found that the, con- the people labeled conspiracy theorists, like, by a huge vast majority percentage were the ones that cared and actually bothered to research data and, and valued empirical evidence as the highest bar. <laughs> and then like, and, and like by far the quote unquote conspiracy theorists were the only ones that cared about data in this uh, MIT study they did. I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah. And they yeah. set and out it to kind of show the opposite. Be- <laughs> you know, well, and the- <sighs> I love it when that stuff happens to be perfectly honest, but the, the, it's I've, I've seen this happen and manifest over my I mean, again, 43 years old and it drives me nuts because uh, and you've probably heard me mention this, but people who I've known my entire life will just assume that I like I mean, I'm stupid in a lot of ways. I mean, I've done a lot of drugs. I've drank a lot of alcohol. But these people know me and they know that I don't come to my conclusions just because Tucker Carlson, you know, was on TV for five minutes and I'm so retarded. I'll just buy it all. (laughs) You know, it's like that's the thing. It's like I like they assume that and I'm I'm at the point now where I'm just unfriending these people. And it's sad because like I just don't have the patience because these people would literally like the, the meme has been going around like they would turn Anne Frank over. She didn't get her vaccine. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Send her to the camp. You know what I mean? Like they literally have camps right now in Australia. I don't know if you've seen those photos going around. Yeah. But that's that's where these people would be. The people who are screaming, I hope he dies and horse glue or horse paste and all this other stuff. They are the ones who would literally show the brown shirts, the the people who are not vaccinated or saying he shouldn't get vaccinated or maybe I'm skeptical or whatever. And be like, oh, he's in there. That's the, those are them. Have They're you the had your sixth booster this month? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I know it's going to be unless you can show proof of vaccination every day for the last two months, <laughs> you can't fly. Sorry. Bye bye. Um, uh, I'm sure you love these people just as much as I do. A uh, little bit of Young Turks. Oh, my God. They're they're even better. I love that they had Jimmy Dore on their show for so many years. And now Jimmy Dore is going after him. He hates him, dude. <laughs> So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak, uh, uh, prednisone, everything. Cool. Uh, I thought that he had gotten vaccinated, but uh, to be clear, there's no confirmation that he has. Uh, I don't know why I thought he had gotten vaccinated. I guess I, I thought I, he had two. Right. I guess I assumed that he wasn't a complete lost cause, but I'm wrong. Um, Instead, he opted to uh, self-medicate with roundworm medication. Um, Among other things. If he's got roundworm, if he's got tapeworm, don't worry, Mm -hmm. your intestinal tract will be a-okay with that ivermectin. You can pick that stuff up in public gyms. Fucking Anna Kasparian over here, dude. What a cunt. There's people who are intentionally lying to people. Oh, and then she goes on here to say, the, the people pushing ivermectin have a financial gain behind it. It's like, what? It's like the cheap, it's five, it's a nickel a pill or less. 
It's out of patent. It's like the Talk one. Talk about people who are completely lacking information, have never done a dot of like a. They're like, they make Amy Goodman look like a journalist. Like they are absolutely, <laughs> like Amy Goodman finds like the most commie way to present all information. The most, I mean, like, I don't even know how the hell she's able to do this kind of, you know, the, the, the gymnastics that go into an Amy, like I, when, when John brings her on the show, I used to watch that show, by the way, before I started looking into everything. And I actually, cause they were the only anti-war People besides the Infowars at the time. Yeah, and they used to have one like Glenn Greenwald and whoever that old CIA guy was and everything. And then once they started going against the narrative, they get pulled off. And Annika Sparrow is just a joke. I don't know if you saw their feud with uh, Jimmy Dore and Aaron Mate. Yeah. Aaron Mate, who and you know, she, her and Chink have both been on Joe Rogan back in the day. Now they just hate his guts. Oh, but they, I mean, good. Good. I mean, honestly, like I, like I said, I mean, I'll just unfriendly. Like, if you want to reveal yourself to be a fucking retard who is filled with this much hate, like I will let you do that. That's my my request to you is let me come over here and be as stupid as you want to assume I am, and I'll just die of COVID or Ebola or ISIS or anything else that you want to let terrify you for whatever the, you know, the 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 scary thing of the week is, you know, or the month or the two years to flatten the curve or whatever. So. You can do that, but how about you let me just die over here? How about you let Joe Rogan eat his horse pills and, you know, maybe you don't hope for him to die, but, you know, you just go, gosh, that guy's kind of stupid, and you let it go. But no, it's like, because he has a platform, and actually because he's not a fucking goddamn nutbag in one direction or another, (laughs) that's the thing. It's like they, and Ruben played this, and I played this on the show uh, yesterday, but like, he, he he talked about like building locals and building alternative platforms. And he was mentioning how this is not going to be enough, um, you know, for them because they're going to want a piece of it. And that's the problem is that there's such control freaks. It's like, you can't have, you can't have a gab. You can't have a bit shoot because when you get banned from their, you know, their approved platforms, the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world, and you go to these other platforms, all they do is say, well, that's just alt-right Nazis stuff over there. And then they right. just are marginalized, which is great for them. You know, it's like, we're the in-club. But here's the problem, is that the in-club is starting to realize that they're not having fun. They're they're probably very sad and angry. And they're probably wondering why people are having fun and don't give a shit and are just kind of, and it just pisses them off because they're miserable. I'm going to go lay down and show them my belly. <laughs> I mean, uh, finish up with Annika Sparian here, that j- wonderful, wonderful human being of a woman. Is people who are intentionally lying to people because they're making money off of it. And to be sure, there are people making money off of uh, essentially pushing ivermectin, even though it has not been proven as a treatment for a viral infection. Mm-hmm. It False. has been proven as a treatment for a parasitic infection. I don't know. Maybe Rogan was just trying to subtly disclose that he has other issues going on, but I, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just so. Uh, America's Frontline Doctors, this organization that's been uh, pushing ivermectin, they're hucksters. Thanks for watching The Young Turks, really appreciate it. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. You'll get to interact with us more. There's live chat emojis, badges. You've got emojis of me, Anna, John, JR. So those are super fun, but you also get 
playback of our exclusive member only shows and specials right after they air. Hey guys, chunk. line up, line up. <laughs> the big brown buffalo chunk. You okay, get this emojis, one, you get this emojis one takes everybody. <laughs> it's like, what is it, like 30 bucks a month for some fucking emojis and exclusive TYT content? Apparently it's not enough for Qatar and Saudi Arabia or whoever is funding them because apparently he Soros got a bought bought of money. Funds, uh, yeah, Soros threw a bunch of money. And I love this. Anna Kasparian and the left generally, you know, they, oh shit, this is what's so fucking rich about these idiots. They, they, you know, they'll still say Koch brothers, even though one of them's dead. But it's like, how long have we heard? Well, that's Exxon Mobil money. That's Koch brothers money, blah, blah, blah. So everybody who they don't like can influence policy, your know, decision making, you know, information, whatever. So when Koch brothers and anybody they don't like puts money behind something awful, evil, bad. But when it's the World Health Organization, the Chinese Communist Party, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, there's no influence here. No, this is all legit. If it's the government funded and all this, this is all just legit. This is above board. Nobody has an interest outside of it. I mean, Bill Gates, even though he makes boatloads of money, like he somehow got rich. He's a philanthropist. Yeah, he. but somehow he made more money. I mean, I know he's got a lot of investments and stuff, but he's making a boatload on this stuff. And boy, think about it. Like they were all, especially with Bernie was big on it. It was like, oh, big pharma, big pharma. We got to go after Big Pharma. We, we love Big Pharma. What are you talking about? They would never lie. I don't care if they have immunity from anything and, and that they don't have to stand by their products because it's so awesome and I love it and they never get in any trouble. And yeah. I love the Big Pharma. I want them to like uh, just they're – the, they're the best. And let's all worship them because that's what we weren't saying three years ago. We were actually saying the exact opposite. But we don't have any principles because I'm not even saying my body, my choice as I bitch about Texas, which I don't even live in. I'm just going to say I don't even <laughs> yeah, I mean this exactly. is what's happening. Is a, lot of these people, a lot of these women are like going, fuck Texas. Well, it's like you could literally drive to Oklahoma and get an abortion. You could still get an abortion in Texas. They're not even going to afford- enforce the law. But to be perfectly honest, I want to know. How many of these women are having sex without condoms, without protection, and and are unaware that they have bo- – like, I remember there was some show on MTV where they had, like, I didn't know I was pregnant or some, th- some shit. I've never seen the show other than – Oh, is that where, like, the f- 400-pound bitch will be sitting on a toilet and shit out two babies at once? And she'll be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like a bottle of like- whipped cream in one hand and a bottle of Easy Cheese in the other. Yeah, it's that kind of shit. So it's like if you are so concerned about women's health that you're willing to forego the fact that there's some chick out there getting pregnant, having sex without condoms. And again, I am pro-life reluctantly just because or pro, pro-choice reluctantly just because I do think it's up to a woman to decide. And I do hope that she's doing it in consultation with her partner if that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not waiting till like seven, eight months in, then I have a problem with it, but. But that's what they want. They want that. And they're not afraid. That's the thing. Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? We keep a baby alive. (laughs) Well, just send it straight to Hillary and George Soros and they can just, you know, (laughs) run it through the juicer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wish I had the juicer sound effect like Mike does. All right. This one, this one was one of my favorites. This is a shorty from Yahoo News. uh, Back to the horse paste. Welcome back to Yahoo Finance Live. And today's hot take, some pressure potentially mounting for Spotify after Joe Rogan, one of their podcast stars, takes some heat after uh, he tested positive for COVID-19. And Akiko, a lot of people taking issue with what he said about his treatment that was received after that. 
saying uh, in an Instagram post here that he had used ivermectin, that horse tranquilizer drug, that the U.S. It's a horse tranquilizer now. It's not even right. <laughs> it's a horse tranquilizer drug. Holy shit. Stop the presses. I didn't know this. His well, treatment I, that I, was received. He's, he's getting confused with, um, with what is it, K or whatever? Ketamine. Ketamine, I think, isn't that? Or is that for cats? I can't remember. Uh, I think it is for cats. I don't know. But, like, I mean, it's probably in use for multiple animals. I mean, ketamine has clinical uses for humans in probably. some states. Yeah, probably. But that's that's funny because maybe he maybe he found himself on the right side of a K-hole. Yeah, yeah on the right <laughs> He's got it in his brain somehow. I uh, just thought it was so funny. It's like a horse tranquilizer, and then nobody corrects him. After that saying uh, in an Instagram post here that he had used ivermectin, that horse tranquilizer drug, that the U.S. Uh, FDA, the FDA has come out and said, don't use it because it doesn't help in treating COVID-19. Uh, we've seen a lot of people talking about that, but now raising new questions about whether Spotify should be included in this discussion around tech giants needing to police the content on their platform. Yeah, in many ways, Zach, Spotify has uh, been able to escape the spotlight, if you will, around the content on their platform. Remember, Twitter, for example, banned uh, former President Trump after the insurrection back in January. They're having a they have a hard time at Yahoo pronouncing words, I think. Insurrection and ivermectin. They are. um, I like I don't know, man. They're they're letting the ship sink. Do they still own Tumblr? Because Tumblr has turned into like just a giant turd. I heard Tumblr banned porn, but then lo and behold, they didn't. Unless (laughs) this must be like the abortion uh, ban in Texas. They don't enforce it. Yeah, well, and and like OnlyFans, like they realize like, well, nobody will use this anymore. I don't use Tumblr for porn. I actually just post my Instagram from my Instagram account over to that, and I glue on it. Like rarely now, but I used to go on it all the time. It used to be fun, but. now you go and it's like it's it's like Instagram. It's like you you're just pushing me off this platform, and that's fine. I'll, I don't mind leaving. I cancel my Facebook and I don't go there anymore. But it's like ads, 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 and yelling at each other, and I'm just done. I can't handle it. And and same with Tumblr. It's like ads, 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 and then most of the people I followed are gone. Same with Twitter. Same with Facebook. I wasn't seeing anything I wanted to see. It was all just bullshit. So yeah, whatever. And yeah, all these, all these totally social media absurd. platforms are like homogenizing into one platform because they keep implementing each other's ideas right i know that's why like uh what was it snapchat got overtaken by and then there was the what was that short video place that was popular for a minute vine or whatever vine yeah yeah now it's just like it's all the same fucking pretty soon everything will be tiktok and we'll all be speaking chinese i got a hate (laughs) clip here for you uh Late Show with Stephen Colbert, I guess, does some kind of news show. Oh, my God. Got some hate clips coming in, coming. And spike strips. Couldn't agree more. Moving on, every conservative radio host in the United States has contracted COVID, but unlike the others, Joe Rogan will not die. Here he is in the woods explaining that he's treating the novel virus like a hospital garbage can. It turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, z uh, prednisone, everything. Uh, and I also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip, and I did that three days in a row. And so here we are on Wednesday, 
and I feel great. That's right. Treat the virus with antibacterial medication, and while the virus is wondering if it's inside the biggest f***ing idiot on the planet, bam, the horse dewormer pounces. Now, Tiffany, some are mad at Joe Rogan for taking this cocktail, but can you blame him? Pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer and Moderna have refused to develop an effective way to stop coronavirus. Did you catch? Did you, did you see what they did there? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it, well, it, I mean, it was. They're like, why blame him? It's not like because Pfizer and Moderna, and they show the pictures of it, have refused to create a, a cure to coronavirus or whatever. It's like they're basically yeah. saying, like, those are the only two options to cure it. Well, they are the only. They're they're the only two options to cure it if you're a fucking garbage hack like Colbert has become. I used to like his show. This guy, I mean, the 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 Putin's cock holster, I'll never forget, because as a gay dude, yeah. I know what his intent was. He was trying to insult Trump by saying he's gay. When it's like, this is the one person who's like, Trump's a homophobe. But it's like, dude, that, I don't think I've ever heard anything more homophobic in my life. Because you're saying that the presumption is, is that Trump is sucking Putin's dick for some reason or another, which is weird, but whatever. And that that makes it bad. Okay. So you are we anti-gay or are we just anti-Trump being gay? Or what does this even mean? Because I don't even care. Like as a gay dude, I love saying gay. I love saying faggot. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was it's come town, which is kind of blowing up right now. That's a pretty um, good show. It's a good show. It's funny. It makes me laugh. But so um they were, you know, they'll drop a they'll drop the N-word, they'll drop the F fag word, they'll they'll say, you know, gay and all this stuff. And I love it. I find it funny because I know what their intent is, is to make a joke. Colbert has not made a joke in 15 years. I don't yeah. think. <laughs> well, and it, it really just showed that it was all his team of writers behind him at the Colbert Report on Comedy Central and nothing to do with him. But I, I do I like his motif and I've there's a part of me that wishes I was disciplined enough to adopt it, but his motif when he was playing that character on the Colbert yeah. Report on on he even on stated Central. he was testifying in front of Congress one time and he stayed in character as Stephen Colbert. It was fantastic, I, and I like that. Yeah, and I like that, and I think that that's like I wish I had the discipline to do that with um, the people I have interactions with. Like for example. I was walking down 6th Street yesterday, and one of the more popular bars, there's this guy, and I could share the picture if you want it, but he's literally wearing a Hillary Clinton shirt, but it's not just any Hillary Clinton shirt. It's like a Hillary Clinton shirt with her face kind of all over it, <laughs> right? Like, it's everywhere. What the hell is this? And there's this part of me that wants to go up to him. And be like, oh, my God, she is so amazing. I'm really happy with your shirt. And God knows, maybe he was just say, wearing it tongue-in-cheek to kind of make fun of it. But I did that with you know, a Big like, Bang Theory shirt one time, and pe everybody thought I was actually a fan of the Big Bang Theory. I was like, this backfired. Oh, see, that, that, see that's the thing. It's like you should have gone out there. That's what I wanted to do is be like, oh, my God, Hillary, she's so amazing. She's so stunning, so brave. <laughs> she's so brave. Like, do you remember that time when she, like, was – celebrating the Libyan dictator getting sodomized in the middle of the street and died. And then an open air slave trade market emerged in Libya. Like she was so brave to put that together <laughs> and melt their brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like they, they played on no agenda that uh, dude at the Dallas city council meeting talking about how the Delta variant killed his two trans kids because 
What, what went on for like three straight minutes? I don't know if I've heard this. This sounds oh, amazing. Oh, maybe I uh, screwed. I'll get is it, it on. Is, is he trolling? Yeah. Oh, good. I I'll they played on No Agenda today. Maybe I can find it real quick. Uh, let me let me finish out this Colbert clip. clip while I'm looking Please, for it. Yes. Biggest f-ing idiot on the planet. Bam! The horse dewormer pounces. A Tiffany. Some are mad at Joe Rogan for taking this cocktail, but can you blame him? Pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer and Moderna have refused to develop an effective way to stop coronavirus. One, we don't even know if Joe Rogan has been vaccinated. He won't say. And two. He is not a horse. The people who are choosing not to be vaccinated, the difference is that is something that impacts everybody because the virus is getting smarter. And so as you see, the highly transmissible Delta virus will at some point penetrate you. Tiffany, vaccines aren't medicine. Medicine is things you put in your mouth. I'm not getting the vax because like Joe and everyone else in the country, I have the time and money for constant care. Truth be told, I also came down with COVID, but like Joe Rogan, I also threw the kitchen sink at it and ingested a Z-Pack, horse dewormer, cow estrogen, goat plan B, oyster anxiety medication, horse rewormer, worm ecstasy, embalming fluid, COVID-19, a kitchen sink, and $200 cash. And after three days of being paralyzed on my kitchen floor i felt amazing i love how smug and clever uh they are it's just it's they're not clever and they are smug not a laugh there's nothing funny yeah no it's it's absolutely ridiculous this is why i love it they're just humiliating themselves oh a visor and and moderna haven't come up with a way to stop covid yeah they haven't everybody's getting it People are, they're talking about a third shot. They're talking about boosters all the time now. They're talking about pills to supplement all, you know, 10,000 vaccines you need to take now. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't stop it. What are you talking about? Like, that's the thing is like, I don't even accept your premise, which is why one, your joke isn't funny, but two, it doesn't even work on its premise. Like, the premises are wrong. Like, anybody with a brain, you know, and it's like, I love it. It's like, I'm so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, you kind of are stupid. I don't know. And again, it's like, they don't do steel men, right? They don't do steel Never. men. To, Never. The, they do all straw men. Like, he's a dummy. He's so stupid. He dub. He got, uh, yeah, you are super smart for pointing this out. Thank you. I guess uh, I'm not going to listen to Rogan anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, listen to, I'll listen to Colbert because you guys are so hilarious and insightful and fair. Uh, you know who Vosh is? Vosh, no. He's like a huge lefty YouTuber. First of all, Joe Rogan is a buffoon, and it's just kind of funny to see this happen to a person who contributes to a lot of COVID denialism and resistance. That's one. For two, the ivermectin thing is really funny. So ivermectin is a horse dewormer. It's been used... Um, I think it's had some use for humans at some uh, point. I do. Uh, uh, I think. Uh, 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 maybe. Uh, but maybe like should, in a highly controlled clinical I, setting. Dude, a thirty-minute video on COVID, like a whole other thing, you know? Yeah, this guy's a fucking tool. Um, I want to be clear: the only reason that people are promoting ivermectin on the right is because they need an alternative narrative that allows them to seem like they're proposing something for COVID without angering their anti-vax fan base. That's literally it. They don't (laughs) care if it works or not. It has nothing to do with some kind of scientific advocacy. They don't care about any of that shit. Uh, It could have been ivermectin. It could have been magnet therapy. They could have done that. They could have gotten behind that. They could have said that by rubbing magnets directly against your puckered asshole, 
you could remove the COVID. They might as well have they said think that. So it would have been less harmful than ivermectin on people who don't need it. So, okay, and then we brought him up last show I did with you. H3H3. Oh, yeah, I love him. You don't He's done a, he did a half it. hour video about, um, he titled it, Joe, Rog- Joe Rogan gets, co- gets COVID, eats horse paste. What this guy? I you know I actually used to like his channel too when he was going after the SJWs. But what a fucking fraud! This guy is just retarded anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, listen to this. This is like he, gotta... he needs he needs a he needs a Crowder to come back. But I don't think he learned his lesson. I think Crowder. I mean, he probably he thinks he beat like, Crowder. Oh, I'm sure he does think that. You know, yeah. Yeah, think about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, now we get to the Joe Rogan portion of the show. You guys ready? <laughs> oh, boy. I've dreaded this day. But here we are. It's like Joe Rogan, first of all, he got COVID. Okay, let's watch the video. But the guy has been a fuck up in every way when it comes to COVID. He's encouraged people not to wear masks and not to get vaccinated. Right. If you're healthy and have a strong immune system, like he apparently does. Right. And Fauci had to correct him, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, Fauci's like, please don't listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, Fauci, the guy who's been consistent from the get-go. Yeah, he's been, yeah. Don't, don't trust Joe <laughs> Rogan, who's been consistent from the get-go. Okay. And he didn't recommend against masks or vaccinations. No, he yeah. He just didn't. So It's kind of... Yeah, well, this... Of course not. He went to a super high-end doctor and paid right. a shitload of money yeah. for the best treatment in the world. Just throw the kitchen Except for sink. the horse paste, which we'll get to. You can buy that... Uh, you can bet that buy that from PetSmart, I believe. So. <laughs> no, actually... I think tractor Supply. Although it was sold out when I... Oh, for real? Tractor Supply? Yeah, that's kind of... Tractor? Tractor That's supply. the name of a store. Oh. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get... I don't want to get... It's a chain. Myself. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the horse dewormer. <laughs> There is no one I despise more in all of the internet, across all platforms, than Ethan Klein. I really don't like him. But he used to be funny. I don't understand this. I mean, he and was all right, like, like Vape Nash, and he did like the, he made fun of the digital blackface thing. But like, other than that, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. This, this pandemic really separated the boys from the men as far as who was going to go along with the system or not. Because there was a lot of That's people that were on the fence like he was or like Philly D. And then as soon as as soon as this the last two years happened, or you could even say Trump, but especially COVID in particular, like the the morons and the bootlicker morons and the independent thinkers, like certain people that were in on that line, like riding that line, just split off in either direction. So some people I've started liking more. And some people have, like, just can't stand. Well, and I think it's all on principle, which I know it's a, to some extent it's a joke, but I think it's a provable fact. I mean, I I would say that, you know, the left, like, they, you know, they abandon their principles, but that's to assume that they have them generally. I think there's some cliche there where like people say it all the time. Like I'd say, 
you know, the left is unprincipled, but that's to assume that they had principles. Or I don't remember how it goes, but they literally have no principles because the my body, my choice thing goes out the window. They weren't going to take the vax when it was Trump as president. They assumed that like Biden and Kamala got in there and just threw out all the research and just started from scratch the same day. Like none of this. Had, I mean, they're they're literally getting you know, MAGA jabs, you know, which James Evan Pilato likes to say on Media Monarchy, like they're getting MAGA jabs. And if you say that to them, they're going to get very angry because obviously orange man bad. But like, you know, even Kamala and Biden and everybody like Biden said, are you going to be the first one to get in line? And Kamala, I I don't know. I wouldn't do it if it was Trump, I think. Well, if it's a Trump vaccine, it's like it is the Trump vaccine, by the way, if you're going with any of the ones. Yeah, if you're going with any of these ones that are under the warp speed program that, you know, bunch of taxpayers money went to give your big pharma, you know, your brand new big pharma best friends, you know, all this, you know, billions and billions of dollars uh, stolen tax money goes to the giant big pharma corporations that we need to tax the billionaires at the big Pharma corporations. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so the, I mean, again, there's just no principles and it's fucking pathetic. This is so important. We have to do this. <laughs> He's encouraging people not to get the vaccine who are healthy. Yet when he got it, he freaked out and got like all the highest level treatment possible. It's like, so are you going to go support the vaccine now? You fucking better. Yeah, the now fully ap- work. Yeah, the vaccine that keeps you, you can still, you're just as likely to spread it and contract. But you won't be in the hospital, except uh, you will. You will. <laughs> we had a world class boxer and the two of the top guys in the band Kiss all hospitalized that were fully vaccinated. Now fully approved. The Pfizer is fully approved by the FDA. People would rather chug horse fucking paste <laughs> yeah. than take this vaccine. Why? Because of dipshits like Joe fucking Rogan. Yeah. Well, says the YouTuber. Says the YouTuber who's never been on a, you know, a successful sitcom. He's never hosted a game show. He's never built his own brand. He's never. He did build Teddy Fresh to get to. He did give his clothing line Teddy Fresh. And he's got a multi-million dollar studio. H3H3 does two studios with three. No, four producers. He has four audio producers. Rogan has just Jamie. You know, Tim Dillon just has been H3H3 has four audio producers in during his podcast, all doing stuff for him. And they still can't get rid of that ground loop in the background. You have millions yeah, yeah. of dollars and you can't get rid of that audio That's wild. in the background. I mean, of course, Tucker has the same ground loop in his show, too. But <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it, that is so I had no idea. Where is he getting his money? Do you know? Well, his podcast is. He probably has a third, if not half, the audience of Rogan. Probably a third, if I had to say. Okay, and he probably monetizes, and he's probably able to monetize because he toes the line. He, and he and he to, yeah, he has tons of good advertisers because he toes the line. And then he's also got his Teddy Fresh um, clothing line, which I know people that have that shit, so... Well, fuck him. He's a dumbass. Anybody with a brain, you know... And he could, probably got a lot of vaccines because he's always twitchy and weird-looking. He is very twitchy. Doing the weird eye um, shit, like Tourette stuff. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's... I, a little you too know, much it's, aluminum it's a, and mercury in his neurotoxicity right. in his brain from all the vaccines he probably takes. I'm sure he goes right along board on all, all this stuff. You know, I found that, I couldn't yeah. find the actual clip because there's something wrong with the show notes on No Agenda Show, but I can 
Somebody did put this two trans kids council meeting. I can see if this will take us there. <laughs> I mean, it's making people go crazy. Listen, this is a Dallas City council meeting where they get three minutes. Um, and I have all three minutes. You can stop whenever you want. Uh, this is uh, someone who called in during, uh, they did a, I guess you could do it in person and also on Zoom. Alexander Stein. Oh, my name is Alexander Stein, and I'm calling from Highland Park. And the reason I'm here today is we need to take a page, Mayor Johnson, out of New York's book, and we got to mandate vaccines because right now I am losing housekeepers left and right because, listen, every time the service sends a housekeeper to my house and they test positive for coronavirus, I can't have them work around my kids. I have two trans kids in my house, both on puberty blockers, and you realize they are vulnerable. They're immunocompromised. We need more people vaccinated. I voted for Joe Biden, so I'm happy that we're getting more migration to Dallas but until we mandate these vaccines, we're going oh, to continue to get... This guy is so good. It's the best troll I've ever heard. What a phony. <laughs> no, he's the troll. He's trolling. Listen to him. He's, he's doing a good job. Of, no, it gets better. got two trans no, wait, kids. Wait for it. Have to get creative. In New York, they're giving $100 plus a free hamburger. Here in Dallas, maybe in the urban centers, <laughs> we give free KFC. We give uh, free tacos in the Latin markets because the Latin markets, I'm telling you, I've had multiple housekeepers die from the Delta variant. And that is so hard on my children, Deca and Daleks, because what, what a nine-year-old, when they lose their favorite housekeeper and they lose that pupusa recipe, when the service sends the next worker, uh, that housekeeper doesn't make the same recipe. So my kids are going through a, a, just a total turmoil. So we have to get creative. And we have to go into the gay community community like a creative idea um since you're the first openly gay mayor of dallas we ought to do mayor johnson's free johnson and johnson because the gay community would like the double entendre and then we could also do like a, a drag queen story time where we could have you know free vaccines we could have drag queens reading to children and then we could just have this you know open air market of of, of you know cleanliness and not a bunch of people with germs because what what's happening now is we have Governor Abbott who is, is going to make it that everybody's going to get sick and die of Delta unless you get these vaccines and my vaccine won't work unless you are vaccinated so we need to stick needles and arms we need vaccine mandates you shouldn't be able to shop you shouldn't be able to work and you shouldn't be able to go to any of these sports games especially Texas high school football without your vaccination and we need you being a gay icon like yourself in the gay community we need you Mayor Johnson to offer this because we cannot protect these people without the vaccine. Not enough people are getting it. And now everybody that doesn't have the vaccine is making me sick. I don't deserve to be sick. I follow the rules. I'm doing everything right. And until you make vaccines. And now he's just stretching because he can't believe he hasn't been cut off yet. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, I want to find there's a, a video couple of misses. He, yeah, that's a good one. But uh, what about um, drag queens and vaccines? That seems like a low hanging fruit. Vaccines yeah, drag by queen. drag queens. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Dairy Queen. Dra- and they could do it at Dairy Queen. There you go. Dairy Queen. Come to Dairy Queen. Drag Queens. Vaccines. It'll be fun. <laughs> best fries, apparently. I've heard Dairy Queen has the best fries. I don't know. I've never tested. Uh, Tim Dillon did have some wrapping up. I think everything after this is not about Rogan, but this is the last uh, Rogan-related news. Before we start the show, this is a very sad thing that I want to talk about, and I didn't, I didn't think I would ever have to do this. And this is a tragedy, a unique human tragedy. And many of you don't know this because this information is being kept from you. You're being lied to. And I have a pretty good idea of who's doing it. I must come clean 
about what I know. Joe Rogan passed away from the coronavirus last week. Um, it killed him almost instantly. It was very tragic. He had 17 strokes an hour after testing positive. It was incredibly sad. This is something that is being kept from you by Spotify and on it. The real Illuminati. The supplement companies are keeping this from you. Joe died even though he was taking all of the supplements. He lost his mind before he died as well. He was not making any sense. He was, he was in a chair. And his last words, I swear to God. And this is sad. Yeah. It is very sad. Are we more relevant in the podcast space now? Probably. Yeah. But this is very sad. His last words, he was just screaming ivermectin as he was stroking out in a chair. <laughs> so that's it. There you have everybody. Joe Rogan's dead. Why can't he be screaming horse paste? It's horse paste. <laughs> give me some horse paste. No, Tim Dillon's I been going. That. Tim Dillon's been going off lately. This is like a 15 second one here. I was laying in bed with COVID. It was a mild case, you know, because I was vaccinated, but really because I got the Regeneron. Whatever. Everyone I know who's vaccinated has COVID and is dying. But whatever. I guess that's what was supposed to happen. Every day they 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 literally tell you less and less to expect from the vaccine. Like you're like, I have it. I, I probably won't get it, right? They're like, oh no, you'll get it. Yeah, but I won't get sick. Oh, you'll get sick. Yeah, but I won't die. You'll probably die. <laughs> He's great, man. He's super good. I love it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm so glad that Robbie the Fire had that video posted on his behalf just because I feel like it shows exactly what and Tim Dillon, he's doing exactly what I think should be done is like lean into these things, like just whatever they say, go along with it to the extreme. Like, I yeah. love this guy with the, you know, and, and and I've been seeing these other things, too, because and I and I feel this like in my heart, right? like I, I want to post these things on Instagram and all this stuff for my friends who are just I know that they are swimming in this bullshit and believe it. But I want to say that it's like I identify as vaccinated because that's how science works now. Yeah, trans vaccinated. Right? <laughs> right. Men are getting pregnant. Men can have periods to, you know, sex is all uh, like or or yeah, your sex is a social construct. Race is a social construct. Yet there's 42 genders and you have to respect every one of them. Like it's so hard 72. to keep up with. It's like it's well, 72 virgins and genders. And so, yeah, it's like, again, <laughs> like nobody can go go do your thing. Like just shut up and go do your fucking thing. I don't like if you come in for a job and talk about, well, I identify as Libra I'm gender. Trains. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're gone. We're not hiring you. I, I mean, it, but 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 there are those groups. It's like, oh, you got to put your pronouns in your your signature. And it's like, I don't want to work for that company. Sorry, we're not doing it. I'm done. It's like you said, it's like the, 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 the divide has been drawn and I am not ready to play this game. I just think it's it's just it's, it's boring. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's like what Mike, uh, I guess it was maybe three or four, sh four shows ago on OBDM was saying, like, it's like, that's fine. 
you can be like whatever made up gender you want and whatever like call yourself whatever you want just i don't really care <laughs> it's like that's where i'm at it's like as long as you like you leaving me alone me and my family alone it's like do whatever you want but don't make me fucking cater to your bullshit just do it over there. That's the thing, though. It's like that's what Ruben was talking about. It's they're such control freaks. You can't have your stuff. Yeah. They want their stuff and then they want your stuff. Because if you're doing anything with your stuff that they don't think they support, even if they're completely ignorant of what's actually going on anywhere, which they are, then, uh, you know, it's like you can't have it. You just, you're not allowed to have it. That's why they went after video games back in the days. Like, I don't know what's going on in there, but it's a bunch of people. We don't understand it. Get rid of it. You know, the same with, you know, heavy metal and punk rock and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like rap. It was all the same stuff. It's like, I don't understand, but you're all crazy. It's same with like 4chan. Just, just say 4chan. Just say all right. Like, I don't understand it. I've never looked into it. Just say it and you're good. Man, 4chan has done some funny stuff, though. They have. I liked the it's okay to be white. <laughs> Everybody says it's racist. It's How like, well okay. they trolled Shia LaBeouf was amazing. I mean, they made that him go insane. So amazing. Yeah, that was so super great. And 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 what I love about that is that again, this is a, that long breadcrumb trail of the the establishment, the people who think they're fighting and resisting and anti-establishment. They are literally the bootlicking brown shirts, like you were talking about earlier. You know, they they are supporting everything right along the way. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just so crazy to watch. Like, they are humiliating themselves over and over with, the, with, with every reaction they come up with. The okay hand symbol, the frog, and all this other stuff. It's like, Jesus Christ, y'all just chill for one second. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you want to look at that thing? I found this one today. I thought it was interesting. But go look at your, your direct messages. There's there's uh, two things. And, I, and if you want to move on from the ivermectin COVID stuff, like I, there's just these two things that I think is interesting because I also have another report from Florida. I played it on the is show. Is this sleep, the Sleepy it, Joe one? No, that one I don't know what it is. But if you scroll up a little bit, gunshot victims, Rolling Stone. Oh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I actually brought this, this too. I have article. That. Yeah, yeah. So... Rolling Stone reported uh, that they <laughs> people were taking a horse dewormer were overwhelming the hospital so much, and they you know they interviewed a doctor about it that gunshot victims couldn't get in because of all the people eating horse paste, and then the hospital like came out with a statement. If you want to read that statement, oh yeah, you want me to read it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so they the, basically the article started off and the tweet is still up saying that, oh, man, there's so many gunshots, you know, happening and people are getting shot all over the place because America sucks. And so they, all the gunshot victims from all the mass shootings, we can't even bring these people into the ER because all these horse paste people are eating it all. And then we have to pump their stomachs and they're probably going to die. They'll probably get COVID, too. It's like <laughs> once we pump their stomachs, they'll die of COVID. It'll be a mess. And then we could get all these gunshot people in. But the hospital says, message from Administration of Northeastern Health System, Sequoia. Although Dr. Jason Michaela, he's the guy who was quoted in the Rolling Stone piece originally, is not and is still in the article. But they did change the article headline, although they, like I said, they still have the tweet up. Is not an employee of NHS Sequoia. He is affiliated with a medical staffing group that provides coverage for our emergency room. With that said, Dr. Michaela has not worked at our Salisaw location in over two months. <laughs> NHS 
Sequoia has not treated any patients due to complications related to taking ivermectin. This includes not treating patients for ivermectin overdose. So neither one. All patients who have visited our emergency room have received medical attention as appropriate. Our hospital has not had to turn away any patients seeking emergency care. We want to assure our community that our staff is working hard to provide quality health care to all patients. We appreciate the opportunity to clarify this issue. And all, as always, we value our community support. So it's a, it's a blatant fucking lie. We played a clip on our big dumb mouth two weeks or a week ago. of The guy in Florida who is, uh, what is it, the... PSG or something, Palm Springs P.F. General. P.F. Chang's, I think it was, was uh, they didn't have any tables and you couldn't get a reservation because <laughs> everybody was dead at their tables from COVID. Yeah. Somebody wasn't wearing a mask in the kitchen. Um, no, it was... Um, <laughs> got me off. No, it was, uh, it was uh, Palm Springs General Hospital or one of the, ho- the hospitals down in Florida. And the guy was listening to the news reports about doctors resigning in protest, nurses leaving off the job, just walking oh, yeah. right out because, yeah, because the people who weren't vaccinated were overflowing in the hospitals. They were worried about their own health and all this stuff, which it's illegal to not treat people. And I'm sure that if they're walking. But so the guy who lives in the area drove to the hospital with his camera on his phone, kind of hidden, but you could kind of like he set it on the table like you wouldn't have known he was recording which i think was his intent and he started saying like wow i heard about doctors and nurses walking on and the, they're like what i think i heard about that like yeah. people are like <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about and i know firsthand Crazy. that having gone to the emergency room within the last couple of weeks they were still saying texas hot emergency rooms are full and they are not full i can tell you right away i was listening to a lot of uh very um let's just say uh not busy people yeah saying some pretty racist stuff not against like the normal things you might think because white supremacy and all that stuff is actually pretty racist against white people but i didn't complain and i walked in there was nobody in the waiting room got a straight into emergency viewing room you know where they came in they do your tests and all that stuff and they said hey you probably ought to stay here overnight i was dehydrated got a bed as soon as they decided you know it's like it's completely untrue. Like, and then, so to, to, to the lefty friends who I'm sure are not in your audience, but what I'd love to say is like, why, why are they lying? This is two stories. I can't imagine that these are the only two. Why then? Why are they lying? If you're ready to ask that question, let's come and have a conversation and maybe we can, you know, I won't show you the alt-right sources, but you might think they're alt-right because they're not what you've heard of, but why are they lying? And I can tell you why. Check, uh, now check this out. Okay. That uh, what I just sent you. Oh, did you send me something? Enemy of the people. Uh-huh. Dozens line up at Oklahoma City Church for COVID vaccine, January twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. And then, and then alongside it, the AP news report. That screenshot below it. So gunshot victims left waiting, Rolling Stone, gunshot victims left waiting as horse dormer overdoses overwhelm Oklahoma hospitals, doctor says. The picture they used for that is the exact same picture as the AP News report from January 26th of this year. Dozens line up at Oklahoma City Church for COVID vaccine. It's the exact same picture. Dude, that's crazy. They're just so lazy. It's like, what the... Yeah, they're very lazy. That's like the Indian burning the Indian bodies in the street, which was like 10 years old or 15 years old, and they just recycle the same images. It's, I mean, 
Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I love it because they are being very lazy and they're just, like I said, they keep on humiliating themselves. But let me tell you why. And you know why. And I'm sure a lot of people who are sort of part of our community, if you want to call it that, they know why. Because you can't get emergency use authorization. You can't do the whole lockdown thing. You can't do this PSYOP, which is totally is. Like, is everybody this afraid of a virus that has a 99 plus percent survival rate if you get it, which is also a fraction of 100%? Like, maybe yeah. everybody will get it eventually, but I, I would imagine they kind of do. Like, don't antibodies and sort of immune responses come with humanity's evolution? Like, some of this stuff gets baked in from what I understand, doesn't it? Yeah, you. I mean, you would think so. Uh, I got one more. I, I, I almost forgot I had this one. Um, Isn't that why the Guns, Germs, and Steel book was all about? It was like we were bringing all of our viruses over and that the, you know, the native uh, tribes weren't ready to... <laughs> exactly. That was, That's what the tribes Oh, it just like. started raining hard outside. <laughs> okay. I was like, all of a sudden it's like... Whoosh. All right. So was it raining blubbery dudes? Because I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Right. When I hit that drop, uh, it just started pouring outside. Uh, I have one more <laughs> ivermectin clip and then like a couple that aren't related to ivermectin. But this one uh, was going around Twitter for a couple days and it's just a gym. Oh, what's what's all this? Alex opens up a bag of brown paper bag and just starts dumping ivermectin out of it. <laughs> what's all this? Oh, what's what's all what this? What the hell is going this? on here? Here. Let's just open it up for you. Didn't get this at a tractor supply. Because I've been like Santa Claus taking care of everybody. Hours a day for months. Taking care of people. Overhead shot, please. You know what this is? This is ivermectin for humans. It won a Nobel Prize as an antiviral. And this is inhalable, or these are the tablets, steroids. So let me show you. I was going to do this anyways earlier. See this? See this, Fauci? You see this, Bill Gates? I'm going to kill those prions, you bastard murderers. You're going to hit me with a bioweapon, you monster. You want to suppress me? You want to kill me, you son of a bitch? You goddamn demon? You think I'm easy to kill? Think I'm going to roll over to your crap? No. And Joe Rogan kicked your murdering ass, too. You'd love to bury him, too, you little monster maggot. He's in this National Geographic piece about, oh, I don't usually deal with my enemies right away. I get them later. Yeah, you creep up on them with a poison injection, dressed up in a lab coat, you little Joseph Mingala, Nuremberg coat violating monster. You damn monster. See our little cancer proteins like that. Nobel Prize winning for humans. 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 What, 2005? Nobel Prize winning for humans. Oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. He went and drank the horse pace. He's stupid. I bet he got it from Alex Jones. They're both so dumb. They're both going to be dead. Yeah, that's why Joe's worth like $300 million. Yeah, he's real stupid. That's why he lives in a $60 million house on the river. You leftists taking all the shots and dying are the dumbasses. He's the one that headlines with Dave Chappelle. Not you. You're stupid. <laughs> and I sure wish you'd wake up. But you sit there calling me stupid, an independent media person that built the biggest independent media operation in the world that changed the whole paradigm with my badass listeners, and you sit around and laugh at us? 
Medical doctors gave that to me. It is incredible. It helped my family. It helped me. It helped everybody. And it's approved for humans for all sorts of viral stuff. But that murderer Fauci doesn't want you to know because he wants to plan it for himself and he wants you dead. Well, guess what, Fauci? We ain't rolling over and dying so easily, you little murdering man. <laughs> no belt prize winning for humans. No belt prize winning for humans. He's, such a, he's a national treasure. He could do a whole... Four-hour show, just saying that over and over. Nobel Prize winning for humans, and I would still watch it. I, I think he's great. It's you know, and I have my problems with Alex Jones. I tried to listen to him years ago, and I just cannot do it. It just brings me down. Although I find him hilarious, especially in these clips that were like those kinds of little taste tests. I can I can take them, but yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the Alex Jones was right jar, like this meme that's been going around. It's yeah. like. It's hard to deny. It's kind of hard to deny at a certain point. And then I like even the fucking things with the frogs gay shit. It's like, that's the same thing as this ivermectin. It's a horse pace, horse pace. No, no, no. Atrazine, dummies. Atrazine. Is Alex Jones hyperbolic? Uh, yeah, that's how he got his audience. But yeah. uh, if you're not willing to at least seed that part of the foundation of the argument, you know what I mean? It's like, he may not be capable of nuance in that regard, but I think he's doing that as that giant pendulum swing back. Like he's coming in like a wrecking ball, right? Like he's like uh, whatever her name is. He's coming in like Miley. a wrecking ball to yeah, Miley Cyrus to to break down what you know he calls these these demons or whatever. But like he's he's coming in to, because they're coming at it with this extreme craziness. You know what I mean? It's just like. All it does is beget that. Like somebody said this to me years ago when I was bitching about Sean King being white really? and he's been thrown to the wolves, but he's, I, he's like, so what does it even matter if he's white? Somebody said this to me and I was like, because he's pretending to be a black dude. And he's like, yeah, but don't you think that that just leads into the alt-right stuff that you care about that so much? It's like, I don't care about it. I just think it's interesting that he is being held up as a black guy when he's not black. And he's like, yeah, but you just represent the pendulum swing of the other side. And it's like, do I? I feel like I'm just an observationist here going, why is there a white guy pretending to be black? <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I mean, it's hysterical. Yeah. It's actually yeah, like one of the funniest fucking like, things ever. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And like the, the oh, God, I don't know. But you, you could see, this is the thing that I think is so... I mean, I think it's just so great. Like, and and this is where like you can see that the mask is slipping, because the, like they'll be hypocritic as long as they want, you know, as long as they feel like they can get away with it, they'll be as hypocritical as they can. But they have to, from you know, here and there, they have to feign some amount of like, no, we do have principles. So when it comes to like the my body, my choice thing with abortion, they just simply omit that from the argument right now. Like you, you won't hear it. You won't see it because if you do, people will come in and say, yeah, glad you agree. I don't want the vaccine because they can't say it. They literally can't say it. Same with the pullout from Afghanistan. You know, it, it, you know, whether or not Joe Biden is at fault for it or whatever, like the fact is, is it was kind of a mess. And it was weird because three, four weeks ago when people were like, yeah, the American military just ghosted Bagram. We were all like, wait, what? I know I was like, what does this mean? Like, that's kind of bizarre because it did. There was no announcement that we were leaving. In fact, all the announcements were saying we weren't leaving, but we ghosted Bagram. And then this whole thing gets pear shaped. And even CNN had to go, oh, oh. and, and, you know, we talked about Dave Smith. His whole thing was like, oh, it's just he, he's ending a war. So that's the problem. And it's like, 
uh, I don't know. It could be that, but it could also be the botched aspect. I don't think they would have let Biden do it. You know what I mean? We choose truth over facts. Yeah, well, he does. I mean, but do you think they would have even let him pull out like the military industrial complex, the they when we talk about the they? I don't know. I think they I think Adam and John are right that they're just trying to make Biden look bad. So they just bungled the whole thing on purpose, kind of like the Bay of Pigs with Kennedy. Yeah, I don't know, but I I guess my point is is that you know, the media was carrying water for Biden. I mean, that's it's so I mean, that's the thing is like these people it's like have you not seen the montages of Biden like creeping up on these kids? Like anybody yeah. who's like, you know, Kavanaugh's a rapist and it's like, okay, well, that thing fell completely apart. Yeah, if so Biden's doing that when apart. he knows he's on camera, what else is he doing? So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Uh-huh. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. That's a, yeah, I think that's a really great point. Like the stuff people do in public that's just absolutely abhorrent. Like this is the thing and I know this personally. I know this with myself. I've 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 I know this with my sister's ex-husband. Like it starts small. Like my ex my uh, my ex-brother-in-law, he was doing like small shoplifting, you know, at the beginning when I first met the dude. I was, you know, probably 12, 13 years old when I'm 15, maybe when I first met the guy. And by the time he ended up in jail, he had raped somebody and robbed a donut shop at four in the morning for like, I don't know, 60 bucks or <laughs> something stupid, but he went to jail. So that's great. But that's the thing is like, he started really small. And then after not getting away with it for like decades, he eventually worked his way up to jail time, you know? And oh, I, you mean I after he was getting that, away with it? He was getting away with it. So you just, you constantly sort of, Push Ramp it up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you'll you test those those boundaries. And I think that that's like with Biden. He's there's a lot of boundaries he's tested as a, you know, a senator. And yeah. uh, when you look at that video, you're just kind of like, yeah, exactly. I think the same thing. Like, OK, so you've got like Anthony Weiner's a pedophile, you know, um, who else? There's so many pedophiles within like the establishment. You know, you got I, it's probably there's like a mixed people. bag of 60, 40, 40 percent not pedophiles. In the government, I would say. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, how do, how do all these people know so many goddamn pedophiles? You know, it's like, this is where it's all so crazy. That, and that way, well, Joe think Biden they, is sniffing these Especially kids, now like that, that they can surveil everybody, they fast track the people that they know are pedophiles to places of power. So they'll be more easily blackmailable. Yeah, they got the dirt on them. Well, that's yeah. what it's always been about. I mean, going back to J. Edgar Hoover, we all kind of know this. And, and I think that that's kind of the thing for... All of it. I mean, 1913, you know, with the Federal Reserve, it's like, how do we lock people into a system that they never even knew they were being a part of? And and it's just it's 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 the same every time. It's just a bunch of control freaks with shitty, terrible ideas that would never, you know, pass muster if we were allowed to decide. OK, so you want to do what because of what? Like if they would have just said exactly what it was they wanted, we'd be all like, fuck no, that sounds retarded. But if they would have said Right. Well, they'll say, well, this is to stop, you know, economic volatility. You know, that would have been like, oh, we'd love this, which is exactly what they sold the Federal Reserve Act for. But if they said, oh, this is just so that we can put you all in the company store. The Federal Reserve is the company store's bank and we're all going to run it and you're not going to be able to know anything about it. But basically it's like working for Amazon, buying everything from Whole Foods. It's the company store. It's like you literally got paid by the company to buy oh, shit. Oh, I, I like money. Store. 
Yeah, and they 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 want money, they want control, and then they deplatform you, and they take away your ability to earn and spend money when they want you. They they unperson you. That's yeah. the only way. I like money though. <laughs> I'm always looking for a reason to use the money drops. I lo- I love the idiocracy. It's one of my. I mean, I, it, it fell apart. Two in the third act, it kind of falls apart, but it's good. But they yeah. had to, they had to tie it up. But he had so much fun. Just it falls apart with on, the like, re- rehabilitation is where it really is like. Ugh. Yeah, but I love the beginning and everything else, and I find it to be a hundred percent true. But like butt fuckers, <laughs> butt fuckers, dude. Yeah, Rutgers but, goes to butt. <laughs> yeah, I got my degree at Costco. <laughs> Carl's Jr. Fuck you. I'm eating. I love that line. It'll be Amazon. Like he, if he'd have made that movie now, it would have been Amazon. Yeah, Costco ain't worth shit anymore. Nah. Uh, I don't even know. Well, you brought up the uh, my body, my choice thing. I got this shorty from just hours ago. For example, the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, released this statement, and we're quoting: "Far from compromising them, vaccine mandates actually further civil liberties." <laughs> You have more civil liberties when they control your body. You can just imagine the 1860s version. Far from compromising civil liberties, slavery actually enhances personal freedom. (laughs) It's not even Orwellian at this point. It's post-Orwell. This is uncharted. Thought that was good. (laughs) Post-Orwell. The thing is, like, I, I mean, people just say Tucker. This is one of the last, I've known this woman for... 15, 20 years, unfriended her because she, again, assuming I'm so stupid, I'm just making the, I, and she's a respiratory therapist, so she thinks she would know better, but I asked her directly when she started coming after me for the My Body, My Choice stuff. She's like, that argument doesn't hold weight. Like, it just doesn't make sense for what you're saying right now, because it was about, like, all of this stuff. Oh, my God. She's Does like, she actually talk like that? Kind of. Yeah. Um, but that that's how a lot of these leftists kind of talk because they're so smart, you know, and smug. You could hear it in their voices. <laughs> but I asked her, it's like, okay, so what is the appropriate uh, cycle threshold on uh, the PCR tests? And what are the current testing, you know, organizations using one-to-one? For, are they using a consistent one? Do you know anything about this? She's like, I haven't looked at that science in a very long time. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well. Then- I am pretty smart, yay. Yeah, well, no, but that's the thing is like, I, okay, so then if you don't know, then maybe I do. Instead of calling me stupid, like maybe, maybe you might just say like, I, I, I actually do know what I'm talking about, but that's the thing. She's just shouted out Tucker. Like you just, this is just the kind of stuff Tucker says. It's like, do you even know what Tucker says? Like, I doubt it. Unless it's coming on like MSNBC and they pick these, you know. They select these these choice cuts where they can, you know, it's the same thing they did. And uh, even with that school out in California, they said, we're aware of the selectively edited video by Project Veritas. It's like they have to say that. Okay. So, yeah, well, Veritas does kind of over-dramatize things, but their information usually is solid. Um, well, and even if it is selectively edited, you can't take those words out of people's mouths. Like, and you right. can't take the pictures off. You can't take the Mao poster off of the wall. It's, <laughs> it's all pretty clear that it's there. Yeah, you know? I mean, the Mao poster is the most damning thing there. what isn't selectively edited? What isn't selectively edited? You know what Nothing. I mean? Like, everything on television is selectively edited. I guess like podcasts are unedited. That's true. Yeah, a lot of YouTubes. TikToks are selectively edited. Yeah. So... 
Um, anyway, yeah. Oh my god, we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Oh, I like my cat. Oh, I like my cat. Oh, uh, uh. I got. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what this clip is. I called it CNN reality. We know that disinformation is dangerous. It's politicized public health during a pandemic and inspired a lie about the election that led to an attack on our capital. But there's oh. a new study out analyzing the roots and impact of this disinformation. And one of the biggest culprits is right-wing media. That's right. Okay. A new study by researchers Kathleen Hall Jamison and Daniel Romer looked at the rise of COVID-19 conspiracies between March and July last year and found that, quote, conservative media use predicted an increase in conspiracy beliefs. Here, let me read that, that to you. in turn, leads to resistance to protective measures like mask wearing and vaccinations. Now, it was almost exactly one year ago that a COVID conspiracy film called Plandemic snaked its way through your newsfeed. It was viewed millions of times in a week before being taken down off Facebook and YouTube. Now, the disinformation drumbeat was on even before the truth had a chance to get its boots on. They're scaring the living hell out of people, and I, I see it again as like, oh, let's bludgeon Trump with this new hoax. All the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality. They cite the rising COVID infection rates in certain states to sell their latest panic porn. Meanwhile, listeners to the late Rush Limbaugh heard these nuggets of nonsense. Nuggets it looks of nonsense. Like I don't even remember clipping this. The coronavirus being weaponized as yet another element to bring down Donald Trump. The coronavirus is 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 the common cold, folks. Wrong on both counts. Now, this study tracked three COVID conspiracy theories. One that it was created by pharmaceutical companies to boost sales. That a bioengineer weapon was intentionally released by China, and that CDC was exaggerating the danger to hurt then President Trump politically. All three of those seem like solid truths. Yeah. Well, and they they of course don't recognize any of the conspiracies that emerged saying, well, they're gonna they're gonna lock us down. This is all about vaccine passports. This is about control. Like that was. Oh yeah, a year ago, if you said that, it was like that would never happen, and now it's like, yeah, it's happening, and it's a good thing, buddy. Yeah. And if it was the lab leak stuff, like even like this is what I love about Crystal and Cigar, because they are the most like blue pilled people on the border of being awake. You know, like they they they're sort of they're so close, but I don't think that they I, I it's unfortunate. I don't think they can take that plunge, but they Jimmy Dore you know, is kind of the same way. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're like they're so close, but they just haven't taken that last like step. You know, it's always still like, oh yeah, but the government's awesome and everything they're doing is above board. And these are all people who actually do kind of care about us. They're just really yeah. Bad at their they're not lizard people, I don't think. Right. They're not like there's no duplicity in any of this. But like the lab leak thing, that was another thing that got you banned. That the conspiracy theorists were spreading around. But it does start to look now like, and that's the thing is like, if you looked on Twitter, it was like. Rand Paul gets owned. And then if you looked at the, like, the right wing media, it's like Fauci destroyed. And it's it's whatever you want it to be. It's yeah. a Rorschach test. You can run, but nobody escapes the needle. Um, I don't. I Honestly, it's like this is the thing. And I go back as far as like the two. That, that's the other. Why, where are all these people? It's like two weeks. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure what they would say is like, yeah, but the science is always changing. So we're just. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what their excuse would be. But where did that go? You know what I mean? Like, why can't we talk about that? The two weeks to flatten the curve and that this is like a whole thing now. Yeah, the two weeks. 
you bring that up to people and it's like they don't even remember it's like the goldfish memory thing you know yeah what that seems like but so like long. that was when everybody was like okay yeah well let's take this serious i remember i was the same way i was like holy shit this is crazy i don't know what to think and so when i saw like there was no traffic on the roads i was like oh man this is super real and then it got to a point where it was starting to hurt me economically, financially, professionally, career, career wise. And all I could see was, and this is what ended up getting me off Facebook was I was saying things like, look, if somebody wants to, you know, people kept saying hamburgers and haircuts. That's why everybody, people oppose lockdowns because they're selfish and they just want hamburgers and haircuts. It's like, I don't, I can't think of anything more selfish than saying you're not allowed to work. You're not allowed to provide for your family. Let your pets starve. In fact, you know, you might as well just put them up for adoption or just kill them right now. You just take a watch your kids starve. It's fine because otherwise you'd be selfish if you wanted to work on a voluntary basis. Like say somebody does want to cut your hair, doesn't even want to wear a mask. They want to cut your hair. They're going to do it at their house. They're going to let you come over. You don't have to wear a mask. You're just going to go and get your hair cut. You might exchange some money. Maybe you'll bring over something else like beer or a bottle of whiskey. Who knows? It doesn't even matter. You're just going to do that. I'm going to stay in my house and piss my pants all day because I'm terrified. And that's just fine because we both made our decisions that's not enough it's not enough and then when when people started calling me selfish because i wanted a hamburger and a haircut while i couldn't find a job and most people were laying people off and the bill the boards were going up on windows and everything and these people kept calling everybody selfish and they still to this day are calling people selfish i mean i don't know uh, the projection levels are i mean this is all they could do like we are crazy right we're the crazy ones even though everything they're saying is crazy totally nuts and wrong they keep they keep getting it wrong so where where's it gonna end yeah i don't know what do you think i don't like that's the thing is it's like i, I mean it's so up in the air right now like the res mass resistance honestly everybody seems to be protesting except in the united states which is kind of disappointing <laughs> Well, I think the, the United States, like that whole quote about there's a gun behind every blade of grass and everything. Like, I think I think that the reason we're not in Australia's position with the it's oh, true. I mean, I, I like yeah. the, with the camps and everything and like New Zealand, which is even nuttier. Like, I mean, these people are fucking control freaks to the highest order. And you could watch any of these leaders, supposed leaders, health officials speeches and just see like you sad piece of garbage. Don't talk to your neighbors. Yeah, don't talk to you. Well, and the reason why they closed the churches, but not the, you know, I, I don't know, Black Lives Matter rallies or any of the other stuff that you can do, like get hammered and all liquor stores stay open, but churches got to close is because you can go get your liquor and go get stupider by coming home with your, your booze and just, you know, I don't know, letting the world go by while we all get stupider and these liars get richer. Um, so you could, you could, I forgot my train of thought there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good yeah I, uh, but I, it's it's like but you couldn't go to the I, I remember now you couldn't go to the churches which is where communities meet up and discuss these things and you the, might same with the pubs start. they don't want you in the pubs just right. you know because you know pubs were where the revolutionary war was decided they can't right. have people to be yeah you're going to be talking about things that are you know naughty that's why they did i mean and that's exactly why they did it the same with, with the the emergency use authorization this is why their heavy-handed propaganda is so evident to people like us who have already, you know, we're just, I don't know, we're just more skeptical. I don't, I don't think it makes us alt-right or anti-vax or 
conservative or any of these things they want to call or definitely not stupid. In fact, I think these people sound about as stupid as they come when all they can say is it's horse paste and not acknowledge like, yeah, but, you know, it did get a Nobel. I mean, they're talking as though they're smarter than Joe Rogan and and that they've done all the research and that it's all, you know, this is it. This is like there's no two ways about this. I've done all the re it's like, no, you haven't. You produce probably don't even horse know. It's a, it's horse based. They probably I guarantee you these people know. have not read one single peer-reviewed study on ivermectin for or against it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing is that, and they control the culture and the narrative. And that's, that's why I love watching these lefty news outlets talk about, well, the right is trying to take control of the narrative. The right <laughs> needs is desperately reaching for a narrative. It's like, I, I feel like Vosh said they, they, like what was he said? Like they had nothing to do with the scientific e efficacy. It could have been magnet therapy. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? It wasn't about big boom boom. Take big boom boom away from boom boom. Your baby want milk milkshake. What did you think? The okay. So I, are we getting close to time, or is this yeah, going for? Did we I, we can wrap whatever. I got I got start? like one or two clips left, but I can put them in post. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering how long we were going. Cause the one thing I wanted to ask you about, <laughs> which I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've heard it anywhere, but I've been wanting to bring it up on the show for a while, but I, it's the dog thing that's been going around where it's like Fauci, you know, the lab leak thing starts to expose him. And then all of a sudden we find out that, oh my God, the dogs that he's been testing on these beagles and all the beagles got murdered, even though they could have been. What? I don't know about this. I thought you were about to bring it back to dog water and we were going to go full circle. No, no, no. There's been all these like dog stories happening that it's just uh, interesting to me that. Um, so there I don't was know. the dog. So if you want to Google it, well, I can just try to explain it as best I can. I'm sure some of the people who are listening are aware of it, but um, Fauci got called out, or at least articles started to emerge of um, these studies that Fauci group was uh, financing and behind for testing shit on beagles. You know, and the beagle, this was stuff that it was apparently some unnecessary test for stuff that had already been tested. But apparently Mangala over there just wants to kill beagles. I don't know, for confirmation of what they had already figured out. So this became a thing and everybody. Oh, even like, says it's partially true. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like when. Did Fauci spend dollars on cruel and unnecessary test of vaccine on beagles? So they'll, they'll say, well, that's false because it was necessary. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll come yeah. up with some piece of garbage that they can thread through it. But then you had, I think it was Australia or New Zealand. They shot a bunch of dogs in the head because they didn't want people traveling to rescue them. They had yeah, like that was Australia dogs. Yeah, so, I know. And then you got like the dogs left behind in Afghanistan. So I'm just curious. Like, what are your thoughts? I like. I don't know. I feel like the dogs are being inserted to. I, I don't. Are they hedging? Because it doesn't look good. Like people in the United States, especially, are such dog lovers. Like in Mexico, do you think their Fauci Fauci is going to have to go down? But they want it to be for the dogs, kind of like how Cuomo had to go down for the the sexual harassment instead of the killing old people. That was my initial thought. Yeah, is that the, the way they'll get the tide turned on all this stuff? <laughs> is to reach out to the not you know, for the fun in the lab. Animals. We'll have to get them for the dog cruelty. Step down for that. I mean, I could see that. That'd keep him out of jail, I guess. Well, that was the funny thing when Ruben got back. 
um, is that the only thing he was surprised by after 30 plus days off of the grid, not paying attention to Twitter, you know, Afghanistan happens and all the COVID stuff happens. And the one thing that sort of shocked him was that Cuomo was out. And yeah, it was he I think what shocked him even more was that, oh, yeah, the the granny killing thing didn't do anything. It was like the, you know, tapping people on the ass. That's what did it. And he was surprised by that, but that's exactly what it is. And so, yeah, I think the dogs I wondered was is like, again, is this like when they got Bill Gates on CNN again? Are they testing to see if everybody's ready for this? Or like same thing with the dogs? Are they testing to see if people are willing to throw Fauci out, or should we think about throwing Fauci out just to be safe? Like they, that's how they do this. I mean, I don't know. They'll dispose of you in a minute. They find the fall guy. Mm, yeah i mean that makes sense i hadn't even heard about the dogs so but it's it is weird that even like usually even if it's true snopes will be like false or mostly false with something like that i know well that i'm another thing that i think is hilarious with the humiliation stuff is the snopes you know they they got caught with the uh plagiarizing other articles and so oh, forth. oh yeah and the, the, guy who, the creator's a coke addict who married left his wife and married a hooker or whatever yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, and we talked about it on OBDM. I'm sure a lot of shows talk about this. We're like, who the fuck made them gods? That's like, yeah. you know, and, and, and I know that I, I don't want to, I, I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to bring bad blood to your show or anything. I'm not sure how you feel about the, who are these podcasts people? Oh, I mean, I, I, we actually do a show where we review podcasts and I reviewed part of the episode where they reviewed OBDM and kind of shit on who are these podcasts for shitting on OBDM. <laughs> this is pretty meta. It is super meta. But that's I like, the thing. I like, like them. Okay. They're funny, but they're assholes, but that's the point of their show. Yeah, but like, again, who are they? You know what I mean? Like, why are, why do you know? What are their credentials? I mean, it's not. I mean, it's just like a. It's like what's that quote John Cleese had about critics? I think they played it on Hog Story. It's like critics only exist because they can't do the the thing themselves, something like that. I think that's about it. But I, you know, I'll never forget when they did the OBDM review that oh, well, we're right wing and all this stuff, and it's like yeah. yeah everybody's so fucking left wing that if we're not repeating exactly what you want to hear all the time, of course we're alt right. Because yeah. it's like outside of bounds in your little fucking bubble. So go ahead and stay there. I don't give a shit whether you like our show or not. You know, you're you literally live in your own bubble. It's weird we'll because separate, like and that's it. Those guys are no agenda listeners, producers. So I I yeah, just well, I wonder if they think they're right wing because obviously they're not, you know, those guys yeah. aren't playing along with every goddamn thing. And I don't know that I would classify any of them as left or right wing. I think they're just like you and I, like I don't know what your politics are, but like I'm definitely an anti-government. Yeah, I lean. I just think leave me the fuck alone. I lean. Yeah, yeah. uh, Larry on that Larry show has a great. um, There's ASCOs and LUFTAs, and ASCOs are ass. It's an acronym. ASCOs are assholes seeking to control others. And there's LUFTAs. LUFTAs leave us the fuck aloneers, and I'm I would be in the second category. Leave us the fuck alone. (laughs) Because it really, like, at, it's, at a certain point, it comes down to, it's not left or right. It's like freedom or tyranny or, yeah, uh, leave me alone or or I want to control everybody. That's the two camps that have kind of been formed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that the more education people 
can get, especially if they're willing to, you know, look a little under the surface and stuff. It's especially with history. I think that's why I like Jan Irvin and some of the stuff that like a lot of these people have done is that they've dug up a lot of the history that informs what we're going through now, which kind of go back to a point I did, I failed to make earlier, which is that I've seen it so many times in my life where people who have gotten a high school degree and then a degree in whatever field they're in, and then they know a lot about sports, for example. And so because they know a lot about sports, they think they know a lot about everything, right? And then they just start spouting off on every little thing, especially politics. I knew somebody like this. Where it was like, he could tell you the score of you know, virtually every Super Bowl game in the last 20 years, probably. I couldn't, but I could tell you all about the Reese Commission and what that found and, you know, all these things. I could tell you about the Church Committee. I could tell you about the Federal Reserve and how it was put together. You know, it's like I could do all that stuff, but this is the kind of stuff where it's like, oh, just say conspiracy theory and you don't have to worry about it. But they think they're experts on it and they don't have to read it because they got their little, you know, they took high school and or they took history in high school. Done. We got it. Figured it all out. Yeah, but I like having this information. I think it informs all of the things we know where to the point where it's like, yeah, you know what? We're not. This is all bullshit. One of the things that I think is was really informative when I went to Iceland and they literally tricked people into becoming comfortable. If I'm remembering the way I saw this in the museum, right, is basically people didn't have like IDs or licenses and all this stuff like people just knew each other. And it's a very small country still population wise. But they got them tricked into accepting the idea of carrying identification around by seeding the concept of photo booths. I may have this completely wrong, but I found it super interesting because it is a very like if anybody wants to say, like, can you point to one libertarian society? I would point to early Iceland, which was like a bunch of tribes and they (laughs) all met in a certain area and they controlled the land and monitored the farming and took care of each other and all this stuff. But there was no president. There was no Congress. It was just a bunch of people from different villages got together and decided what the fuck was up. Now, what's so wrong with that? Yeah, and Iceland, I mean, they definitely have their own problems, but weren't they the country that arrested all the bankers instead of bailing them out? Yeah, I think a, a, they can, I mean, it's like 300, what is it, 300, it's a very low population. I'm not, I'll, I'll, I'll say it wrong if I, if I 35 say it now, people. But, yeah, it's like, it's like a dozen or so people. So yeah. to have like a massive protest. It's like three people, needed, two, maybe yeah, four. Just all the neighbors, just call the neighbors and bring them out and it's going to look pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have a clip we can close on that I thought was pretty interesting, but first I was, I was trying to figure out if I should do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it just because okay. I don't want to wait. Uh, Uh-oh. cause I have some producers I need to thank, uh, executive producers here. Um, so we had a donation come in from Booberry for, uh, 3369. 3369. Some numerology in there. It's the executive producer of this episode. Thank you, boobs. And um, we like boo. I've had uh, had some problems figuring out some of who these people are, and I don't know if they want to be anonymous or not. So I had another donation come in from BH. Uh, let me know if you want me to credit you because I don't see a note or anything with that one. And then, uh. Had another donation for nineteen sixty nine, another sixty nine there from the Bowl After Bowl crew. So, wow, Bowl nice. After Bowl coming in from Kansas City, 
and uh, love those guys. Thank you, everybody. And I'll uh, links to find everything they're doing other than the BH anonymous guy who I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Hit me up. Let me know what I can do to help that help you out there. All that'll be in the show notes. Thanks, Booberry. Thanks, Bowlers. And yeah. okay, like so Booberry, Booberry's the man. So, uh, oh, he said hi by the way in the chat. I don't think you're in there. He told he told told me to tell say. Is hi this to is this? Do you have your own Discord? No, it's uh. If you go to podtard.com, um. Like retard, but podtard.com. There's like oh, no, a. No, no, I, I, I saw it when you posted it. I was like, do you own that? Who, do, who owns that? That's me. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I it was like, it was the URL was free, so I, I also bought, I also got shitmyass.com for seven dollars and podtard.com. <laughs> so shitmyass takes you to the website with past episodes in the live show and chat room is at podtard.com oh sweet i got okay i gotta get i gotta get going but it's just an irc like uh on the no agenda server that void zero set up so it's like connected loosely to all the other shows on on there anyway um so i had a clip that i thought it'd be interesting to close out and because you were talking about um People that haven't quite, they, people that are blue pilled but haven't quite, you know, jumped off that ledge. Yeah. Have you followed Russell Brand at all? You know, he's been popping up a little here and there. He's been talking a lot oh, about yeah. the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and all that. Yeah, and he had a conversation with Jordan Peterson recently too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what this was. Think? Yeah, because uh, it does. It did look like he was going off uh, script. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, off the reservation, I guess, in a good way. Um, he put this on his Instagram. This is just two short clips I took from this 10-minute Instagram video he made. We all know that fear is a necessary tool in creating compliance in a population, whether that's around a pandemic, which requires alertness and awareness, or what used to be more common in the organization and control of populations, terror. Terror. You've got to watch out for terror. Well, did you know that many of the plots, in fact, the biggest plot that the FBI and CIA resolved was actually created by, wait a second, the FBI and CIA. Is it possible that the government create plots just so they can solve those plots in order to protect us? Who are they protecting us from? Terrorism or themselves? Let's have a look at this story. The biggest Al-Qaeda plot the FBI claimed to have foiled in the years following the 9-11 attacks involved no weapons, no plot, and no Al-Qaeda. There's been a terrible plot. What's the plot? There wasn't one. It involves Al-Qaeda. Were Al-Qaeda involved? No. Do they have any weapons? No. Is this just you doing stuff and then involving some poor lonely people off the internet and then nicking them? Well, yeah, that's one way of looking at it, the truthful way of actually what happened. But how are we going to generate news stories and general fear against terrorism that will prevent people from looking at who their true enemies are, the agencies of government and systems of compliance that perpetuate through the media? Good point. Let's get these terrorists in jail. Who are the terrorists again? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, you know, like I said, he's off script and it's. It, I'm glad that he is. But It, it gives me hope when it, people like that start talking like that. For sure. And then the other thing would be the um, when uh, Jon Stewart got in front of that, you know, former comedian Stephen Colbert and went all on the uh, the lab leak stuff. And you could see him just uh, squirming to 
no, 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 it's off limits. You can't talk about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I, uh, I'll play one more clip from Brand, and then we'll close her out and talk about what's coming up on OBDM and stuff like that for show. Oh, and and Bill, Mr. Strokey, wanted me to mention that his new episode is out the ass. Oh, is that Strokey? Yeah, Sir Saturday in there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I sent you. I think I sent you the link in the Discord to it. It's it's eighteen minutes. It's a uh, something else. Oh, he, you know, he does a lot of production work, but you know, the the, I mean, I'm sure you know, the OBDM audience has very mixed feelings about yeah he's <laughs> same with the no agenda circles he's uh he's he's a persona non grata but that episode he just did was pretty fucking funny despite uh, i don't know i wouldn't send it to mike <laughs> oh really i don't know i'll just let you be the judge of it when you go there yeah yeah i mean we all know i mean but that's the same thing it's like a lot of people who I don't know when you say it's like I never wanted to be. No, I don't like him anyway. No, <laughs> maybe I, that's my sense. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I just, you'll just. I don't even. Yeah, you'll just have to judge for yourself. But when you go to the, page. I listened to his first. The first one he sent me, I listened to it all the way through. I was like, the second was one he just took like. He, yeah, the second one he did like voices of me. I'm sucking his dick within the first four minutes. Oh Use my, my voice out of context. Jesus Christ. It was pretty good, I guess. Where actually, it was actually, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty, there was parts of it that were really fucking funny. <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, he's he's definitely got a unique take on things. Um, and I would say, you know, it's like not necessarily the first thing I'm going to go to when I'm listening to this stuff. But I think if he keeps figuring it out, like, you know, you're not going to start off with gold. No, he puts a lot of work anyway. into those. He's, uh, it's, it's like the way I was, would compare it to is like when Weird Al would interview Eminem with just fake uh, questions and clip in other answers and stuff. Uh, I feel like I must have seen this, but I'm... Is yeah, it's like what he... Me, but... That's what he did with me. Anyway, he put that out today. But yeah, okay. Uh, okay. last brand clip and then I'll... Uh, Rap here. Where a threat is being created in order to solve that threat, that makes many of the sort of more baroque conspiracies to be found in the darker corners of the online world seem a bit more plausible. That the FBI are coaching them, right, okay, come in, right, wouldn't it be good to be a terrorist? Oh, I don't know, I don't really want to be a terrorist, I'm a construction worker in Florida. Nah, but terrorism would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm not really into it. Yeah, but think of the money, the money, what money? Yeah, this money. How oh, would we be terrorists? We don't even have any weapons. Here's some weapons. What would be the point of being a terrorist? I'm pretty happy. Yeah, but the government, they're pretty corrupt, aren't they? Why? Well, for example, they're always sort of staging these events and constructing terrorist type situations in order to impose legislation. That makes me angry. How angry? Very angry. Are you holding a gun? Yeah, we're holding a gun. Would you be willing to use that gun? I suppose so. I'm getting pretty cross. You're under arrest for terror. You're a terrorist! The Liberty City 7 case, that's the most ironic thing I've ever heard. Welcome to Liberty City, you're under arrest! Known by its connection to the poor, violence-ridden Miami neighbourhood where the men involved lived, was the most high-profile FBI investigation of a supposed terrorist cell after the attacks of New York City and Washington, D.C. It came as the Bureau, which had failed to act on intelligence it had received before 9-11, faced enormous pressure to predict and stop the next attack, setting off its transformation. In the words of former Deputy Director John Pistoli, from Reactive Crime Solving Agency to Preventative National Security Agency. We're being derided for not stopping 9-11. Well, it's too hard to stop 9-11, especially as it's already happened. I know. That's what makes this plan so genius. Why don't we 
design our own terrorist attack and then stop it. We'll know how to stop it because we caused it and we'll know what it actually is. You're a genius, Pistoli! So I know not any of that's necessarily new news, but like I said, it's, it's heartwarming to see people like Russell Brand uh, with that kind of a reach. And of course, people like Rogan kind of to a lesser extent bringing stuff like that up because that is the kind of, the culture war is how you win the actual war. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And the horse Politics pace shit is culture. like might get the normies, but like less and less people are falling for the horse pace type mantras. Uh huh. I I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a little more uh, of of the sort of accolades I would throw at the people who got me into this in the first place. He taught me all about the '93 World Trade Center bombing and the Gulf of Tonkin and. Yeah, I mean, if they need an excuse, they'll come up with one. Wee, COVID, huh? Event 201. Jeez, that's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Boston bombing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Terror Factory. I don't remember the author's name, but this is not... I mean, what The Whitmer kidnapping? It was like... Yeah, it was like 12 of the 18 guys were feds. Yeah, and the guy who founded the organization left because the feds who came in were so extreme. He was like, I'm going to be gone. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a Google. I, I know that the Google is trying to commandeer your search results. But if you're willing to look and dig just a little further now that they're trying to clamp down on the Internet, I don't know. Again, it's like the fun people aren't trying to control your speech and take shit away from you and your freedoms. The fun people are joining Sir Seat Sitter and making fun of this shit and laughing about it. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, Joe, thanks. It's always always fun. We'll have to do it again. And uh, OBDM, what do you got next up on Wednesday? Well, the next it's, day. Yeah. It's Wednesday. It'll be the next day. And I, there's been some talk about coming back to the uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time, but we've been doing 8 o'clock Eastern time, which works better for me. Uh, so that's Wednesdays. And then Saturdays, we start at noon Eastern time. And then there is a call in. We didn't take calls this last week, but I do think that that's one of the more fun aspects of it. But yeah, we just talk about goofy stuff. Yeah, I was thinking about taking the call. I was thinking about taking calls uh, tonight, but we didn't. We kind of went long. No, that's, I mean, I, I actually like the the calls as long as you, you got to police them. Like that was one of the things we didn't do early on on our big dumb mouth. And obdmpod.com is where you would go to find out about any of this stuff. But on the early shows, we would let some real stream of consciousness go. <laughs> yeah. And and it was, I don't know, it, it didn't make for good content. So we're trying to, I mean, I know Mike's gotten a little more heavy handed on that. Got to let you go button. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you got, you guys had like, um, you guys do pretty well. We've been pretty much just calling other people with the phone line. Really? That sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, I called like, we called three different Walmarts in Hawaii last night. For what? Just well, we kept calling gas stations to ask us to see if they would hang out and chit chat with us, but they were all like, "We're busy," and I was like, "Well, eventually, there's got to be somebody working in a gas station that's bored enough to just bullshit with us for a minute." But that didn't work. So then we went to Walmart and just basically doing crank calls, called Pizza Hut and Papa and uh, Papa John's at the same time, and they both picked up the phone at the same time, so they were talking to each other on two different lines. Oh, that's oh, perfect. I love it. Yeah, stuff like that. But oh, we got, <laughs> so, but we can take calls too and voicemails. So I'm going to start doing some more of that. Awesome, um, man. But yeah, man. Yeah, it's fun. Let's say you're an easy guy to talk to. So I appreciate that. And so hopefully I didn't embarrass myself as badly. As no, it was, it was, I thought last time was hilarious. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, Cretchen can pull me out of a bind whenever 
necessary. So I, I'm glad he, he was on at that point. But yeah, I mean, I just decided at one point, I was like, I literally have a, bo- a full bottle of bourbon here, half a bottle of gin, if not more, an unfinished bottle of bourbon, tons of whiskey in the fridge and free- or freezer, ciders, champagne. I just decided, I was like, eh. Right now you do? I have all that stuff in here in the house. I just I was like, man, I you have more self-control than I do, man. I can't have it in the house if I'm trying not to drink. Oh, dude. No, I just decided, I just woke up one day and I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I started like going, like I, I've been doing it. I bet so you have I'm a lot more like, pep in your step when you wake up now. I do. I have a lot more pep in the step. And like, I've been doing this thing where I print out the count the month. And, and I cross it off. And I think that that's been very helpful just to see that visual reminder. It's on my fridge. Oh, that's but cool. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's just, it's a tactile reminder. And I, ever since I started doing it, I've gotten to the point now where it's like, I'll go out to a restaurant. I'll think, ah, I should get a margarita. And I'm like, yeah, but you've already got like two months crossed out. So let's just see, like, you know what I mean? It's like almost like running a marathon. Like how long can you go? And then yeah. in this case, it's like, I need to do that. I haven't taken a break in a while. At least not near that long. Drinking? Break. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I hope I don't do it forever, to be perfectly honest. I love whiskey. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, all right. Well, you're young. you got time, dude. Pound them until you're 32 and you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I got uh, any day now I'm going to have a, a baby here. So. Oh, yeah. You got to be sober for that. Uh, well, for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens well all right man well congratulations to you thanks again for having me on and letting us oh, talk about the i have a correction um servo was the other donation oh that's the bh yes okay. so thank you servo formerly dewadnam that's our three executive producers for this episode and thanks, Joe. Everybody, go to ourbigdumbmouth.com, obdmpod.com. And um, did you want me to link your Instagram you were talking about? And why not? It, it probably won't be there for much longer. I've already got like three. <laughs> yeah, they're coming for me. <laughs> thanks, Alex. <laughs> uh, I'll, All right, man. It's good talking to you. I'll see you, Joe. Oh, yeah, bye. Later in- oh, sorry, what? Let me let me say it one more time. It's Fox and Friends, like Guy Fox, F A W K E S and Friends. Fox and Friends. Yeah, um, I'll link that. Yeah, and uh, OBDM and all that will be in, to my Tumblr. It'll yeah, all be in the show notes. OBDM is much more interesting. Yeah, although we're. I keep stepping on you with this. What? <laughs> no, you're fine. It's my fault. I gotta shut my damn mouth. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna do the Bart Simpson. See you later, inoculator. That's nice. (laughs) I'll see you, Joe. Have a good night. All right, man. You too. Take care. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. 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 J-O-E. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe, 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 Joe,
To folks outside the gangster rap music scene, Notorious B.I.G., also known as Biggie Smalls, seemed to have everything going for him. At age 24, he was one of the most successful rap stars in the business, with a new album scheduled to be released this month. But his promising future came to a violent end over the weekend when he was shot to death. As Michael Oku reports, many hold the rap music business responsible. Christopher Wallace was brutally gunned down as he sat in his car. Only minutes before, the Brooklyn rap artist known as Biggie Smalls and the notorious B.I.G. had just attended the 11th annual Soul Train Music Awards. After exiting the museum, uh, an individual who everybody knows is notorious Big, B.I.G., a notorious rap singer, uh, was shot and killed. And we're not overlooking any possibility of a payback or a gang-related uh, type shooting. Uh, we're not overlooking the fact that this was possibly a, uh, a hit, a directed target uh, coming out of probably New York, could have come out of L.A., could have come out of Atlanta. We're looking at this as connection with a number of murders that have occurred around the country dealing with rap singers. Close things close. all the honey. A one-time thug to some, an icon to others, Biggie Smalls parlayed a rough life as a crack dealer to a platinum-selling gangster rapper. First Tupac and now Biggie. It just doesn't add up. Wallace's death is eerily reminiscent of his bitter rivals, Tupac Shakur, who was killed in a drive-by shooting six months ago in Las Vegas. The music press often chronicled the rivalry between Shakur's West Coast Death Row Records, headed by Suge Knight, and Biggie Small's Bad Boy Entertainment with Sean Puffy Combs. Shakur accused Wallace of copying his style. He blamed Wallace when he was shot and seriously wounded at a Times Square recording studio, and often bragged that he had sexual relations with Wallace's wife. Both tried to rise above their criminal records. Observers say the media hide the animosity. There were never any armies of, of, of rap fans in New York. We were just waiting to pounce on armies of rap fans from, from California. Hoping that people would come together and that this uh, um, sort of East Coast, West Coast rivalry that has sort of been um, brewing will subside. Biggie Small's critically acclaimed second album, due later this month, eerily features songs entitled Somebody's Gotta Die, My Downfall, You're Nobody Till Someone Kills You prophetic songs about guns, drugs, and death. If it's something that was involved in the rapper's beginning, like if he was in the area where all he saw was guns and killing, and he decides to make an album, and he raps about the guns and the killing, he's telling the truth. The truth is Biggie Smalls and Shakur may be linked just as steadfastly in their death the way they were estranged in their lives. Michael Oku, CNN, New York. Rapper Queen Latifah impressed critics with her performance in Set It Off last fall. And while she didn't earn an Oscar nomination, other black actors are seeing their work recognized. A big change from last year's Academy Awards. Ron Tank has... COVID's dangerous. It's lethal. It's a bit like the beef Notorious B.I.G. used to rap about when he said, Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you guaranteed to be in... I see you. Well, when COVID sees you, oh. you can end up in ICU. Maybe not at the oh. same rate as Biggie's beef, but that's the point about risk. You don't want to test these streets and risk ending up in the ICU. We know that disinformation is dangerous. It's politicized public health during a pandemic and inspired a lie about the election that led to an attack on our capital. 
But there's a new study out analyzing the roots and impact of this disinformation. And one of the biggest culprits is right-wing media. That's right. A new study by researchers Kathleen Hall Jameson and Daniel Romer looked at the rise of COVID-19 conspiracies between March and July last year and found that, quote, conservative media use predicted an increase in conspiracy beliefs. And that, in turn, leads to resistance to protective measures like mask wearing and vaccinations. Now, it was almost exactly one year ago that a COVID conspiracy film called Plandemic snaked its way through your newsfeed. It was viewed millions of times in a week before being taken down off Facebook and YouTube. Now, the disinformation drumbeat was on even before the truth had a chance to get its boots on. They're scaring the living hell out of people, and I, I see it again as like, oh, let's bludgeon Trump with this new hoax. All the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality. They cite the rising COVID infection rates in certain states to sell their latest panic porn. Meanwhile, listeners to the late Rush Limbaugh heard these nuggets of nonsense. It looks like the coronavirus being weaponized as yet another element to bring down Donald Trump. The coronavirus is, is, is the common cold, folks. Wrong on both counts. Now, this study tracked three COVID conspiracy theories. One, that it was created by pharmaceutical companies to boost sales that a bioengineer weapon was intentionally released by China, and that CDC was exaggerating the danger to hurt then-President Trump politically. Now, the study found that, quote, use of conservative media, such as Fox News and the talk radio program hosted by the late Rush Limbaugh, was associated with an increased acceptance of the three conspiracy beliefs, while use of mainstream print, such as the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, was associated with an increased rejection of them. And here's the kicker. An increased belief in these conspiracy theories? led to an increased rejection of basic public health precautions like wearing masks and getting the vaccine. Now, of course, we see that 44% of Republicans say they won't get vaccinated. This is what happens downstream when people have been fed a steady diet of bile. The hyperpartisan echo chamber and how it's amplified online through algorithms can have a devastating effect on our ability to reason together as fellow citizens. Now, the good news is that this spell can be broken when people are exposed to accurate information and quality journalism that focuses on facts. Which brings us to the decision expected in minutes from Facebook, whether they will re-platform ex-President Trump. Now look, this is a complex issue, but whatever decision they make, consider this. When Trump and his QAnon lackeys were de-platformed after the attack on our Capitol, there was a 73% decrease in online collection fraud misinformation within one week. The cause and effect really couldn't be clearer. And that's your reality check.